0: The land of Oz is in danger.
1: From across time, champions are chosen and magically brought to Oz as its defenders. Will they succeed? Will they even survive? This is Under the Rainbow, a Savage Worlds actual play on the Happy Jacks RPG Network.
2: Welcome. Thank you for joining us here for Session Zero of Under the Rainbow, a Savage Worlds actual play podcast on the Happy Jacks RPG Network. You can find none of our sessions online because this is the first one. So hope you enjoy. However, if you do want to catch up on any of the other Happy Jacks properties, I recommend going to happyjacks.org, I believe slash shows, but .org will probably just get you there. My name is Nick, and we're here to play a role-playing game. Webster's Dictionary (laughs) defines role-playing
1: games. (laughs) (laughs) I owe you $2. Like, fine, fine, fine. (laughs) As I said,
2: I am Nick, and I am the great and powerful of this game. And we're going to go around and find out who everybody else is. Let's go to my left.
3: Hi, I'm Jameson. I'm happy to be here.
2: Hey, I'm Riley, and
0: I'm Jax to be here.
1: Oh,
0: because, uh, yeah, get it? I
1: was like RPG to also, be here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> There's a chance people are hearing this show as a podcast in the future, and if they go to that site, they might find the episodes of this show already. Oh, well, uh, so, okay, okay. A little timey wimey,
2: wibbly wobbly, Wh- uh, yep, yep. All oh right. My God, so is in that time case, real? in that case, when you do get there, if you're listening in the future, then you can find them at happyjacksorg slash the rainbow. We would love it if you came back and listened to them later because we like to have a long tail on our podcasts. Uh, One of the neat things about this one is we haven't had a Savage Worlds show on in quite a while. So we're going to go through a full character creation for everybody and uh, walk you through that. So if you are looking for inspiration on how to play Savage Worlds, hopefully we can uh, give you a little bit of insight on that. Uh, just in general, at our table we do use safety tools, so if that's a turnoff for you, GTFO, we don't want you anyway. <laughs> uh, we are using a lines and veil dock, which is a gradiated dock so that we have various levels of of what is acceptable and what everyone wants to see in our show. And then we also have an X card system so that we can hit a button and let other people know that it's time to move on and we don't want to talk about that thing anymore. Uh, or if we get off track and we start talking about something else, I don't know, maybe Doctor Who, Uh, we can hit the X-Card button and remind us that we're all here to play Savage Worlds. Uh, And we've already done the rest of this stuff. There's no recap, so let's get started. Woo! <laughs> so, the core mechanic, uh, I'm going to read off of this thing. Jameson printed out this lovely, oh, lovely... No.
0: <laughs> Just be clear, uh, this is not an email being sent to the Vice show. This is just a tip sheet. So yes. Just, you yes. don't have to read it all.
2: Yeah. No, it, the, the, <laughs> ish, the, the issue is we know it's not an email because it's only one page long. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Step it up, folks. Multi-page. Bring it on.
2: Uh, the way this game works is you do use a almost full set of polyhedral dice plus one extra die, which is called your wild die. Uh, you probably won't need the d20. Uh, let me just tell you, if you're rolling a d20, things are very, very bad for you.
1: Oh, no. Uh,
2: but the basic mechanic is that you're going to roll on some sort of a trait, which is going to be either one of your five basic ability scores or a skill uh, that you have that you have spent some points in. Those are both called trait rolls. As you can see, as being being demonstrated here by Riley, thank you very much. The way most tests work in this game is that you're looking for a target number of four, and you would think that that would be really easy if you're using polyhedral dice, but it is surprisingly difficult in many situations. That applies for pretty much all things, unless I tell you that the number is a little bit higher for some reason, or if we have an opposed check, or sometimes in combat you'll need more than a four as well. Uh, let's go ahead and get... Oh no, I'm gonna cover one more thing here. I mentioned a wild die. A wild die is a d6 that you roll with any of your trait checks so that you have an extra chance of bending fate and being able to be successful at your... at, at, uh, at what you're trying to do because you all are heroes, or in this game, what are called wild cards. Now, the dice also explode, meaning that if you roll the highest number available on a die, you get to keep rolling that die until you don't roll the highest number anymore. And that's important because there are things called raises in the game. So if you get a success on that four or whatever the number is, the next four points above that also counts as a raise Ooh. to continue on uh, all the way through. So it is possible with a D4 to make make a success on something that would be like a, a six as your target number on there. You're just not as likely to want the base. You have to go ahead and make sure that you, of course, uh, ace. But if you're making sure that you ace or explode the die, then you're cheating. And uh, I won't do anything because I trust you all. But uh, that is basically... And that's a word I'm going to try and not use all the time because I do sometimes everything about the mechanics of the game, and we will get into special cases and other things as we play through. There are, of course, different advantages and uh, hindrances that can affect how you play the game, or different things that you can do in, say, combat or a social situation, which will change things as well. But we don't need to worry about that right now. We're gonna start on character creation. Uh, Nick, question. Yes, Jameson. Where are the classes? Well, there isn't a class system in this game. You can choose whatever you want to do within the realm of what your game master decides that they want to allow in the world, or within the realm of what the genre is, but beyond that, you can do whatever you want. In this particular game, we are going to be going to Oz, uh, The Magical Land of Oz, if you haven't figured that out by the title. Uh, woo, cat's out of the bag. <laughs> but but uh, so in neat. in that, because the Oz books started being written in 1900 and are still being read today, I let all of my players decide that they could have a character that comes from any time period between 1900 and uh, 2023. So if you're listening to us in the future, way in the future, the fabled year of 2023. <laughs> I hope it's not fabled. Honestly, we've had enough <laughs> fabled years. Let's just say the boring year of 2023. Oh, yeah. well, i not to do with a boring year. Yes. I think
0: you really would Uninteresting times.
1: <laughs> Unprecedented. Oh.
2: <laughs> so Unprecedented um, times, right? Yeah. One of the things I am going to enact for this game is no one can start with uh, an edge that is weird and not available in our world yet. However, when people level up, that will open up the gates to become like a spellcaster because now you're in this magical world, but coming from Earth, uh, basically as we recognize it, you wouldn't have access to that initially. Okay, because I'm all about weird edging, so we be like Okay. Oh,
3: yeah. Like I've been edging since I got here. <laughs> oh, my God.
2: No? Phrasing? Yes. Yeah.
0: You get that's what I was doing, too, Yeah. Right? Okay. Yes, yeah. <laughs> like, well, don't get them hey, out. Cool. No, 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 no. He was I just, he all was all just he all was all a little
2: more obvious you were like,
0: slightly flushing. subtle. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> I used right. to the internet where I make a subtle joke and then someone replies with the same joke I just made and then not getting likes. And I'm like, oh, no, that yeah. was the joke. <laughs>
3: yeah. Well, that's the trick of being me. You yeah. just say their joke louder and everyone loves it. You- oh, it's not, it's like it's not school just school. you. I think right. that's... Yeah. yeah.
2: I think that's your, your uh, cis male privilege coming How through. How dare you. <laughs> um, in any case, uh, on to attributes. The attribute... There are five attributes. They are agility, smarts, mm-hmm. spirit... Strength, and Vigor. So they cover fairly wide categories on here. Each character each character starts with one point in each of those, which gets them a d4. Nobody can have less than a d4 on their die, because you have some chance to be able to do something. And then they also get five points that they can distribute the way they want. Each point increases the die level, so you go to a d6, to a d8, uh, to a d10, to a d12, so that you can go ahead and be much better. Obviously, if your target number is 4, you've got a better chance of rolling that on a D12 than you do on a D4. That's just how math works, folks. And if you don't like that, don't go to Vegas. Uh, so you just kind of want to decide what you're More going to be doing. good at in these rough general categories. And I'm going to address all the people who watch me on the advice show. Yes, I know this is very similar to gerps, but it is completely different And don't get at me.
1: Oh, you know you're getting like a two, five-page email. (laughs) That's
2: fine. Content's content. (laughs) Uh, The reason that the attributes are important is obviously sometimes I will call for a specific role in that attribute if it's just sort of a general thing. But kind of more importantly, we're going to be using skills a lot more. And every player is going to have some points to buy some skills. Skills work the same way. You spend one point to get a D4, D6, D8, uh, D10, D12. I can count, 2 <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: I'll take that one, you know, from a 6 to a 12. I'm yeah,
2: happy. yeah, that's, that's, that's a nice jump. But the way that they work is it's only one point up to the same level that the controlling attribute has as well. If you want to go beyond that, you can, but it's going to cost you two points per level. So if you have a d6 in agility, but you really want to have a d8 in shooting, for example, you can buy that. It's just going to cost you more in order to get there. Mm -hmm. There's also a set of skills that everyone has at a basic level. You get a free d4 in all of those. On the sheets we have, those are printed uh, right here. But just in case you don't happen to be looking at a sheet or are not familiar with Savage Worlds at all, they are athletics. Common knowledge for the area in which you... Uh, come from. Notice, persuasion, and stealth. Everyone has a basic competency in those sorts of things, so you get a d4 for free and then you can advance it just like you would um, any any other skill. So that's probably a good place to start. There might be a little bit of shifting back and forth because there are edges and hindrances. Edges sometimes have prerequisites, so if you find that you really want one of those, you might want to shuffle around some of your ability scores or some of your skills.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: That's enough talking for me. Who would like to uh, talk about what what where, where they're putting their points, if they have an idea?
3: So I'm thinking of making an investigator uh, because I want to play Call of Cthulhu, but I never can. And uh, so- Ooh,
2: I'm- notes.
3: Yes, please. <laughs> please do. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, that's where I'm going. We're more thinking, more cerebral, but mm-hmm. bad at physical things. I want them to be clumsy as
2: well. Mm-hmm. That's, that's where I'm at so far, just on my character.
4: All right.
2: So, probably <clears throat> smarts and maybe spirit, but not so much in the strength, vigor, and agility? Yeah, I'm thinking, uh, would, would spirit be a good one to put
3: in? Or would it be more, I'll stay like, high smarts and then... A little bit of strength, a little bit of vigor.
2: Okay. that That's up that's up to you. Okay. Uh, the way that these things work is they're very broad category. So agility covers everything that you'd probably expect that to be. Acrobatics, just being generally dexterous, uh, things of that nature. Smarts is your intelligence score. It is how you perceive and interact with the world. And it does things like control uh, sciences or... Uh, Other things that need smarts, which obviously I don't have. Um, Spirit represents kind of, it's kind of a catch-all for things like charisma, force of will, uh, how mentally fortitude, how much mental fortitude you have. And it can do things like there are uh, edges or skills that take advantage of that. Uh, It's also used primarily, uh, in many cases, as a fear mechanic, So if something really horrible happens, I may ask for a spirit check from everyone to see whether they can uh, withstand the horrible Cthulhu-esque, really Oz is a freaky place thing that they just saw. Uh, Strength is what it says on the tin, and vigor is your general overall health, as well as impacting uh, other physical activities as well.
0: Okay, Okay, so vigor is like, like endurance versus like quickness. Correct. Okay. Because I, I was like, what what is vigor and agility? What's the difference between the two of them? That makes more Constitution sense. Constitution and dexterity. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I was trying not to use D and D terms. So that's, <laughs> that's
2: why I was we've got it. to speak to low well, common denominator. The we're, gonna to, we're, around, gonna to be, we're gonna like have to. We're gonna have to. Which is funny because I'm like probably the most word out.
0: <laughs> like pro D and D person at this table, but yet I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you and I both are. But um, you know, but, yeah. Anyway, uh, so if I'm understanding correctly, because there was a lot we went over and. As we discussed off mic, I'm a kinesthetic learner more than I am other listening styles, auditory or whatever. Great. But if I understand correctly, we start with five points to spend on attributes, right? Correct. So we could either pick one stat to have a an D12 and nothing on the other
2: ones, or we can spread them around a little
0: bit more between the other
2: ones. Right. Okay. Now, the the normal average for a person with nothing else would be a d6 in everything. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you can be a little bit better at something if you're a little bit worse at something else. Or multiple things if you really just want to be, I can lift anything. If
0: we did a d6 in everything, that will be all of our five points, we'd put a d6 across the board.
2: Yep. Because we started a d4, right? Yeah. Yes. For attributes, you all started a d4.
0: Okay, so I'm playing a character that I, I, I think I'm going to call her Dina Flynn, but we'll be sure for when we're done with characterization, but, so she is a late 20s, early 30s, um, like speakeasy operator, bootlegger mm-hmm. type performer. So I definitely think that spirit seems like something she would have a lot of. Um I think maybe vigor because I feel like she's someone who's like kind of been a survivor and's been through a lot, um, and and
2: honestly, I, I would think maybe Smarts.
0: Yeah, I think I think between those three stats, those are probably going to be my bigger ones. Right. Um, yeah, she's going to be quick. I don't. I don't think strength and agility are per se her strong suits. Strength definitely not. Um, agility maybe, but I think I think spirit, smarts, and vigor seem like they'd be pretty big for her. Okay. Uh, it sounds good. Okay.
2: I see her then. Love. Anyone else have ideas yeah. on what they were going to do?
1: Yeah. I am playing um, a mom from the 80s, like a TV mom. Um, but she, because you know, because this is the era of, like, the mom who can do it all. So she goes to her office, of course, you know. Um, but she's going to, you know, pick up the kids. But she might miss some of the soccer practices. But she makes sure that those kids have their lunch, you know, ready to go uh, before they head off to school. She wears power suits. Probably with like some shoulder pads and some situation, you I know? I love that
2: you described the shoulder pads in the in the pitch. I
1: <laughs> had to. I was thinking I was very inspired by Baby Boom. Anyone, if you haven't seen it, kids, it's a movie. <laughs> From back in the Webster's day. Webster's Dictionary
2: defines movie. Movie yeah. ads. <laughs> Another $2. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hold on, hold on,
0: Wait, was that an unlimited contract? No. You can make a oh, lot of wow. money. Yeah. <laughs>
1: It was just such a good, uh, a good, a good, anyway, uh good yes and. Um, so, yeah, so, um, you know, she's, she's, she wants to um, have it all. It's difficult, though, you know, because she's, you know, maybe her husband's feeling a little emasculated because, you know, um, you know, he's got to stay home all the time now. The new world. Women are working. Um, so yeah. I'm
2: not going to, uh, I'm not going to make too much of this, but. It sounds like uh, your character might have a very vested interest in trying to get home, uh, considering that you won't be around those kids very long in this game. Oh, (laughs) no.
1: It's okay, kids. Mama needs an adventure. She wants to go up in the country anyway. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Honestly, she wished she had done something else. (laughs) She's tired of being caught in the construct of patriarchy and feeling like she has to do everything. (laughs) Yet. oh yes yes yeah <laughs> oh the, the, the character yes yes I'm sorry yes In fact there was a game we're playing I uh, was setting up here okay so I think um she's I think she's definitely strong in vigor I think she's uh, she's a go-getter yeah for sure super type a you know climbing up that corporate ladder um I think maybe some um, Mots. And then, I don't really... Do we have anybody with strength yet? And I feel like, do we need to make sure we have somebody who has some strength?
0: I not we mm-hmm. make sure of it. But I mean, I would say if she's like a 80s mom, that's like...
1: She goes to jazzercise. She has prime, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: prime jazzercise yeah. in aerobics territory.
1: So yeah. would, some Tybo. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's more 90s. And I okay. definitely did Tybo because I had the... <laughs> I'm sweating with the oldies. I get it. Thank you. Yeah. Jane Fonda, step mm-hmm. aerobics workout. What was... Uh... <laughs> And
2: it'll come to me, or it won't.
4: Uh-huh. Uh, the Jazzercise is huge. Yeah,
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting a great image of this character already. Yeah. So awesome.
0: I'm looking at maybe a D8. For, so, if I spend five points, if I, so I can get a, a D8 with two points, right? Um, Correct. So, I'm thinking, like, it makes maybe sense for a starting character to have a D8 and one and a D6 and two others. Um, Or should I go ahead and just do a D10 and one and do a D8 and a D6 like
2: I would recommend probably going with your first plan a okay. D eight and two D6s. Um actually, well, you know
0: what actually it'll, it'll be a, it'll be I think I might be able to do two D eights and one D6 because it's I uh, five points so it's spending two spending two spending mm-hmm. one yep. or I could do two D6s. Wait. I could do a D eight and three D6s or I could do a D8, a D eight and D6.
2: So yeah, that I don't, math sounds good.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm trying. I guess I'm trying. One to add, plus like, one plus two sounds. plus one. Not that I
2: wanted to do, like two plus a, two plus one.
0: Yeah. Um. Now that I'm trying to like min max, but I don't. I've never made it. I've I've never built my own Savage Worlds character. I have played one, but mm-hmm. it was pre built for me. So because I'm a I'm a simple lady folk. I don't know how to one video game. I don't want. Anyway. <laughs> um. That's video games. That's how bad I am. Um. No, I just want to make sure. Like, hey, like,
2: we're, so we're on video. I'm, so it's technically correct? Does it make game. sense
0: to try to have like? A few stats that are bumped up, or does it make sense to have like? eh.
2: What 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 I would consider in regards to that is two things. One, if you do take some hindrances, which you're not required to, but I would encourage you to do Mm so, uh, you can spend some of those points on increasing one of your attributes a die step. Okay. So it is possible to get an extra sixth point if you want. Okay. uh, If you want to commit to that. But the other thing to think about is you might find an uh, an edge or something that you really like that requires certain prerequisites. So if you need to juggle things around, okay. that's fine. I can come back to this. Yep. Okay, okay. So for now, I think I will do. So what? It...
0: Can you repeat for me what spirit is? I try to look up the attributes myself on here. And sure. I quite find them. So
2: spirit is is the catch-all for like force of will. Okay. Uh, it sometimes is things like charisma. It is. Uh, how you interact kind of socially, what sort of presence you have.
0: Okay. That makes sense for me then to have her also have a d8 in spirit, and then I'll take the last d6 in vigor. So that makes sense. So she has d8 smarts, d8 spirit, d6 vigor, and then I'll have the d4 in agility and strength. Okay. And then if I find a hindrance later, I might bump up my agility, because I can see her if she's kind of like a performer in a speakeasy she might have a little bit of agility cuz she got like those got those dancer legs so. right <laughs> yeah
2: got to have those dancer legs yeah yes. yeah or maybe she's a singer and uh-huh. she doesn't really move around too much so you don't need to worry about the agility aspect but that would That's fall true. under like spirit
0: i think she i think she dances but she might dance more of like a sitting on a piano and crossing her legs kind of vibe more ah. than like a Ooh. show like a full cancan girl can mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah cuz she's um I'm really basing her a lot on uh, kind of a mix between Lily Elbe and Sally Bowles. So like, there's a lot of like different vibes happening with this. But yeah, that's kind of like the this because we were t- we were talking about the time period when we were chatting about the game, mm-hmm. and I'm really fascinated by this weird era in American history in the Prohibition time period where there was a certain higher allowance of queerness but it was within the underground like society that was being created because of speakeasies because a lot of queer bars and, and like gathering spaces were already underground. And so then when people who were looking to buy alcohol also had to go underground, there was a lot of these facilities that already existed that could, Facilitate that yeah, yeah, the um, infrastructure. That's yeah. where and are. so yeah. then people kind of like had to look the other way on things that they previously wouldn't have tolerated because that's where the beer was, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the where was the department. party was at. Right, the party was there. Yeah. The bathtub and, gin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of that happening, and that actually led to a period of time that was like known as the pansy craze, which was like a period of time where like like really led like the mainstreaming of drag and female uh, like impersonation outside of necessarily just vaudeville, but mm-hmm. occasionally. And so I think it's, I thought it was fun to have a character who was kind of like involved in that. But where we're picking her up at is right around the end of Prohibition. And so she's kind of been living in this like golden era for her, but now it's coming to an end. And it's very much a, oh, what, what is she going to do now in the future if, if this like, like i think she sees the writing on the wall Mm. and i've had some thoughts already that i've I've, I've mentioned to nick but i don't know how much we're we're going to focus on what's happening in the real world before the game starts but of like possibly they've been raided a couple times or like things have happened because that was a real thing as well like right there was a level of tolerance but also if anyone this is obviously like league of their own is obviously said about decade and a half later but there's a really great example of like Oh, there's a queer bar that thrives for a long time, but then whenever the cops finally like feel like they need to crack down, they will. And that kind of thing was happening a lot for decades mm-hmm. and really kept happening up until Stonewall in that era of like the Black Cat Club and things like that. So mm-hmm. and, and Compton's cafeteria mm-hmm. and those kinds of things. But yeah, so that's cool. A lot of ramblings. That's why I, I just feel like this woman who has been kind of building this little fortitude for herself, this little, like, fortress of, of, like, safety for her community and stuff like that would definitely, I think, have a high spirit because she's
2: been through it and she's, like, ready to stand against it. Yeah, absolutely. I think that all makes good sense.
1: Cool. Nice.
2: Yeah. Thank you. So if everyone's picked their attributes, uh, you also receive some points for skills. Uh, And skills, I believe it is... Well points. points? That's what I thought. Okay. It's been a while since I've created a character. Uh, I've been farming that work out to Jameson, so. <laughs> what is Savage
3: Worlds?
0: Oh, What's your tip in it? Oh
2: no, $2. You can <be> <laughs> uh, So in, in the books you have, obviously, there's a section labeled skills. I'm not going to read off or explain all of the skills, But what I will say is that they tend to cover very broad categories. So if you have the skill shooting, that covers everything from a howitzer to a bow and arrow. It doesn't really matter what sort of weapon that you're using. They all use that same ability. Throwing is the same. Uh, The knowledge skills are a little bit more specialized, but you can just have, like, knowledge science. It just means I'm going to be a lot more strict about you know, how many rolls or raises that you get. Whereas if you focus that in a little bit more, I'm gonna be more uh, forgiving. You're gonna get things a lot easier if you have a specialty than if you just are rolling science.
3: Question. I see boating is on here. Are we planning on doing much boating in the Land of Oz?
2: The Land of Oz does have uh, rivers and there are some (laughs) that that, uh, you may need to cross. Hmm. But it's also fun if no one has boating.
0: Now, my question for you, too, is well.
1: Fun for who? <laughs> <Audiences>. The <laughs> audience. We do this for the
0: audience. My question for you here, too, is I noticed that each of these skills then has an attribute that's in parentheses. Does that mean that you roll both those dice when you're... No, okay.
2: but that that's a very good point. What okay. that means is that it is linked to that attribute, and uh, it only costs one point to get up to that attribute level. But if you want to go past that in the skill you can, it just costs you double points.
0: Oh, okay. That's interesting. That's good to know. So like, for example, I have a D8 in smarts, so that means it's only gonna cost one level, one point per level of smarts until I get to wanna go to D10. Exactly. Cool. Okay, well, I'm definitely gonna take performance because it would be wild if I didn't. (laughs) Right. Yeah,
3: Yeah, I'm thinking research and uh, academics for my
2: fella.
1: I think I definitely need some driving. As I've been driving the kids, you know? Oh, absolutely.
2: (laughs) And, again, driving is one of those ones that'll cover a horse and buggy. It'll cover, you know, Model T. It'll cover uh, a Tesla. Mm -hmm. So it uh, doesn't—you don't need to specialize in any of those things. The the point of Savage Worlds and how it sells itself is being fast, furious, fun. And, no, I'm being a little bit of a shill for them, but I'm not uh, being too much of a shill. And so everything is constructed to get you in the game— to play fast and not get too bogged down in the way things work. It's not a—it's not the sort of game that is going to be like a tactical simulation, although there is some elements of that. We won't be playing with that too much because we're going to be using a theater of the mind. The studio is wonderful, but we don't currently have a setup to show a map, so I'm not going to worry about that sort of stuff. I might bring one in, I was actually thinking I might bring one in to use as a visual aid for the players so that they can see the area that I'm trying to describe, but we won't be using minis and, and measuring and all that sort of stuff.
1: Intimidation, uh, I'm also taking intimidation. Oh, I love that, oh, I yeah. love that. I was thinking <laughs> I about that too, possibly. Exactly, we like, are you sure? hmm I was thinking about Really, you wanna go with that? Yeah. Okay, okay.
2: Um, so it, it, uh, one of the other things is that characters don't have hit points or a whole bank of uh, life. And we'll talk more about this in the combat aspect. But you'll, you have a certain number of wounds that is pretty much consistent across any sort of character, uh, which is three wounds. After you've taken three wounds, you are incapacitated. And depending on the tone of the game, that could mean dead. That could mean knocked out. That could be just too beaten up to continue. Uh, and just sort of sitting on the sidelines. So that doesn't sound like a lot, and it really isn't, but it is better than non-wild cards. Non-wild cards only have a single wound. So if you are able to damage them, they go down. So one of the things that the game is really meant to do is like a brawl where your your, person is just bare-knuckling it and just knocking people out right and left through there, because if you can just damage them, then they're going down. Uh, And until you get to the big boss, you know, like the, I, I guess you would say it's its the uh, ninja phenomenon.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: All of the ones that you fight at the beginning are totally easy, and then you move up into the boss when all of the other ninjas are gone.
3: As ninjas are. easy to nice. are. Uh,
2: there is some mitigation on the fact that you have very few wounds, but we'll talk about that later. That's another mechanic.
0: Hmm. Here's another question for you. Some of these abilities... Have, oh, I see. Never mind. It is the ones that are already given to us. So it's just, we can spend these to upgrade that. To exactly. Way. Okay. So I think I am going to do that. I'm taking two uh, dice in uh, a D6 and fever reads. I feel like she, she's a bootlegger and a, like a underground, she probably knows a thing or two around like.
2: Absolutely. That sounds great. Mm-hmm.
3: We're gonna make Claire's character just a barbarian, right? Just all <laughs> muscles, swinging a battle axe. Oh
2: my god, we need it! It's gonna be interesting. This this uh, group is going to be a lot less physical than I had uh, anticipated. So. Oh really? Oh yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: I aware. mean, I guess maybe it's just because I'm boy, but
1: <laughs> but like
2: I would be like, yeah, I'm gonna be a gangster. Really? Or, Oh. Or I'm gonna be, you know, and I'm
1: like, I'm a mom, right?
2: <laughs> Which is why I love playing these games. I mean, I'm not, not a gangster, I'm, uh,
0: sure.
1: I'm a gangster,
0: but yeah, I but you I'm aren't gangster. like a yeah. Tommy Gun, I'm more like Nucky in Boardwalk Empire than I am like like Al Capone in Boardwalk Empire, <laughs> exactly. yeah. or like Roth, yeah. Uh, you're gangstish, yeah. I'm a gangstish. Ooh. Ooh.
1: Gangster for Jason, she's a gangst dish. Private gangster, gangster for money. money. (laughs) Yes. I mean, weird science. I want it, but that's not me. But I just like the name.
2: Well, that that's one of those weird ones that will become available in Oz if you decide that your character moves in that direction. (gasps)
1: That's a good point. Weird science. I love the idea
2: of giving her piloting. Like
0: suddenly she just
1: like, <laughs> like she could. But yeah, <laughs> you should honestly. That feels very 1920s too. That's to true. You. I mean, you could have Did done something the in the A-V-A-trix. war before. And it's that's
0: very like if she loves like like a, a big fan of uh, of um, um Amelia Earhart. Uh huh. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, huge. Or
2: or just a great way to deliver that boot like whiskey that's from Canada. That's a good
1: Canada. point. I am going to give her a piloting skill. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm super down. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite musicals, Drowsy Chaperone, has a character who's the aviatrix. Nice. Code for lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> Taking two lines in <laughs> Aviatrix. It's a great show. <laughs> Hello,
0: darling. I fly a plane. You fly high. Great. Right. I do like because I know you said that like each uh, skill is anything that encompasses that. But piloting is especially funny because it literally goes from airplanes to. Helicopters, jetpacks, or spaceships, and I love that. Like, there's like yeah, yeah. it's all the same right. thing. Right, or, or in mechanic. this case, Look, like a joystick. That's all I yeah. Can say. yeah,
2: in this case, probably even like hot air balloons or dirigibles.
0: Okay, yeah, so go, <laughs> like, like <laughs> a Zeppelin. <laughs> yeah. I can go. Where's that wizard's balloon at? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. I'm gonna take. I'm just gonna take one in piloting, but I don't think she's like an expert pilot. But she knows her knows her way about a joystick. If you don't oh mean. my goodness,
2: aviation. Ooh. So that actually reminds me uh, of something about the game. I'm just going to fill in a little bit of the game world information here is, one, everyone comes from a time period in this game. All the characters come from a time period in which the Oz books have been published. So they do know if they uh, choose to, they can be familiar with the works of Al Frank Baum and be familiar with uh, the movies or the... Books or other television adaptations. There are a ton of cartoons uh that are that are out there. Um, or even some of the original, and I totally geeked out about this, like 1914 uh, black and white silent movies that were made uh by actually Frank Baum's uh production company for Oz. Ooh, so wow. there are only I think there are only about two that still exist, but they are uh, uh they're amazing just in terms of a Looking back through history and some of the performances, one of them is called The Patchwork Girl. And the whoever is doing the stunts, whoever's doing the physicality for The Patchwork Girl is great. And apparently I looked up some of this. It is a uh, French acrobat uh, who is doing a bunch of the, the, the stuff. And it's just so much fun to watch and see the characterization of the limited version of movie magic that was available at the time and how they convert that into Oz and presume like there are some things from the book that are removed because they just were beyond the technical capability but what they could do it's it's a lot of fun to watch so on youtube uh i believe they are or i know i know i I looked up the patchwork girl of oz is on netflix okay currently as of the time of this recording uh, the Scarecrow of Oz, I found on archive.org.
0: Okay, because I I don't think she would have seen the movie. I don't think I think it came out after, after she yeah. left the world. Um, but, but she might
2: be familiar with some of these yeah, asylum. I, th-
0: I think she would have read published books up until that time. And I I'm gonna make sure I ha- I'm gonna make sure I know which books were published before I, I, I have her cutoff point. Yep. So I can see if I can reread some of those or at least like. I read a couple of them like a long time ago. Yeah. But I want to have her at least have some awareness of them.
2: I think all of the ones written by Baum were published by then. Cool. uh, Because I believe that the publishing date goes until about 1919. Yeah. uh, But I'm not 100% sure. And then after that, there are sort of some like licensed and recognized sequels. But then you start to get into really mixed canon and all sorts of fun yeah, stuff.
0: Yeah, I, I think I'm just gonna try to find the ones that she likely would have read when she was a child, and then like maybe like a couple of other ones. But yeah, great, that makes sense. I think that's wonderful. I did have to fix some things. I realized that I gave myself too many points in thievery because I'm like, oh wait, I I don't have any agility, so I can only take a few four. <laughs> of six. I, I gave myself a point back to spend elsewhere.
2: Is there a way that we can get more points? There. There are. There's a way for you to get more points and or uh, increase an attribute die or get edges. Now, the way that this game creates sort of classes, as it were, is through the edge system. I just knocked your camera. Yeah. Uh, How do I look? Is it okay? Still good. Okay. Um, is, Is through the edge system. Edges cover all sorts of extra things that your character is better at than other people or that uh, are based off of your profession so that you might go ahead. So I believe that like private investigator is one of the edges and it has certain requirements for uh, smarts and uh, vigor and things like that uh, in order to be able to take it and then it will give you things like being able to research better or being able to have a bonus to notice checks because that's part of the uh, part of the package of being an investigator. Uh, but there are social edges, which can make you do things like get rerolls or have special abilities when you're talking or communicating with people. There are combat edges, which are mostly based off of agility, but some of them are based off of strength as well. You have uh, edges that, that are based off of smarts that, uh, for example, you might be really good at fixing things and that's a, a smarts type of thing. Um, Edges are based off of everything, uh, all of the attributes, and some of them aren't involved in anything. Uh, the things they call like weird edges, where maybe you have a sixth sense that you know that you're about to be in danger.
1: Um, I like or, that ambidextrous is also an edge here. Yeah. So, yeah,
2: right?
1: Yep. Random. You're so edgy. So edgy.
2: So uh, now you don't get any edges to start with, except in the game, Humans, which everyone is going to be uh, human to start with, do get a free edge. That is a basic part of the game because the other, uh, I hate using the word, but races in the game. Bloodlines. uh, The other bloodlines, as described in the game, um, come with certain advantages and disadvantages baked in. They subscribe to the model that humans are sort of the base standard that everything is compared off of. Uh, So they do get a free edge. The other way that you can get edge points is by taking hindrances. Hindrances are things that make your life more difficult. They can also inform role-playing choices that you might have, like maybe you're curious, or maybe you're cautious, or maybe you're a little bit timid. All of those things are going to influence how you play the character, but also have mechanical effects that are going to give you points. When you play your hindrances well, you're going to get you're often going to get a resource called bennies. And I will cover bennies in just a few minutes. But there's a reason why you want to take a hindrance and why you want to roleplay that hindrance. Besides just the fact that you're going to get points that you can use to spend on edges or to increase a die type or to get more points for skills. Is
3: there a limit to how many hindrances we can take?
2: Generally, you're only going to get mechanical benefit out of getting four points of hindrances, which is either... Uh, That can be broken down as four minor hindrances, two minor and one major, or even two major hindrances, although that can be a little bit difficult to play. You can take other hindrances if you want, but you're not going to get any additional points for that.
3: Okay. Cool. So uh, a major counts as two points and a minor is one point, right? That's exactly right. Okay.
2: And then you can spend two points to increase a die type, or buy an edge, you can spend one point to get another skill point uh, for your your skills section. Okay. There's also, this isn't going to apply in this game, but often you can also spend a point uh, from your hindrances in order to increase the amount of starting money that you have in the game. But since we're going to be doing gear kind of on the fly based on what's available when uh, the characters are transported to Oz, we're not really going to do anything with, with that. I would also cancel. Don't look at things like rich or filthy rich. Don't look. Um, I would prefer that you don't do anything like enemies or wanted or hunted because you're not going to be in the area where those things are going to apply so much.
0: I thought I had the same thought about famous. I was like, oh, I guess it wouldn't be famous in Oz. Even. Exactly. I'm like known in my area on Earth, but...
3: I mean, you could get teleported there holding a big bag of money. wouldn't do any good, you could have it.
2: Well, I don't think anyone put bank robber as their idea, but. <laughs> you, you, you were handing it to the police
3: as they came through. You weren't robbing it.
2: Sure, sure.
3: It was a it's, lateral move.
2: It's one of those big bags that has the dollar sign on it. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Big burlap bag. Oh yeah.
3: <laughs> so I think for my edge, I'm gonna take the investigator. And Hard to Kill. Okay. Uh, I wanted to make very much a, a noir kind of detective, but that can kind of get boring real quick. So I wanted them to also be clumsy. So I took the Clumsy, uh, Hindrance, Major, and Curious, which is also Major. But he has a big mouth. Okay. But it's not going to get any points for that because
2: it's just an extra thing. It'll be fun to roleplay. Yes. Uh, you said that you wanted to play sort of a noir detective. Were you also going to put yourself in like the thirties? Uh, about fifties, yes. Okay, so a little little bit later, beyond the classic noir, but just having that sort of sensibility. Right, I'm bridging the gap between the seventy or the mom,
3: and then you know, the uh, the singer, dancer. I don't
0: know what your character is? Are you a what is your character again? Like a yeah, like a singer bootlegger. Bootlegger singer. Okay, yeah. Cool. Like a like a lounge owner,
1: like kind of operator. Jack of all trades. Yeah. The right. jazz hot. That's what's <laughs> in my head. Yeah. Every time you the jazz hot. Clearly I love a musical theater number. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, sweet, sweet.
2: Let me put that in my notes. Do a do we have to have a musical episode. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, my
0: feeling was that like she and a partner ran a speakeasy and like she perform there as like part of like the like I run the place I can see I can do what I want you yeah, know that kind of thing
1: so, Oh yeah okay as you can
0: yeah
2: like it Mm-mm-mm. so Jameson could you go over your edges and hindrances again sure
3: my edges are investigator and hard to kill
2: and what what do those do what's the mechanical effect
3: uh mm-hmm. that's a good question <laughs> that I can totally answer you see that
2: that's the spot so we get two edges to start with? You get one to start with. Oh, you're buying then, one with a... Hindrance. Right, you're buying one hindrance
3: I'm hindrance. with hindrances. Okay. Uh so investigator, uh, I get to essentially get a plus two on research rolls and notice rolls.
2: Okay. And does it have any prerequisites?
3: Yes. I have to have an eight in smarts and a d8 in research. And I have those already. Great. And then for the hard to kill, which I found actually kind of interesting reading the Uh, Description of that, Um, because it says that it requires you to make a roll that makes you harder to kill. Where the hell did it go?
2: (laughs) Hold on, I got this. He's he's too tough to die. Yes, is 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 what's going on. And have we stretched enough? Yes, yes. Uh, So yeah,
3: uh, novice, which I think. We're yes, novices, all right? of
2: the characters are novices. Uh, as you get more ranks in advance, you'll move into a seasoned tier, a heroic tier, and a legendary tier if we get that far. Nice.
3: Uh, and spirit D8. So for that, it means that uh, he may ignore his wound penalties when making vigor rolls to avoid bleeding out. So I thought it was interesting to have a high spirit, but you're making a vigor roll.
2: So, okay. Well, you're no matter how tough you are, mm-hmm. if you're losing blood, you can, you know, your, your, your body is still the part that has to resist that. You can't tough your way through- That's not what this says Losing here. a pint of blood. I'm,
3: I'm spiriting my <laughs> way through this. My body will listen to me.
2: Well, I thought you said off of vigor rolls.
3: You have to make a vigor roll still, but right. to be able to take this, I have to have high spirit.
2: Right, you have to be tough of mind to be able to overcome what's going on, but your body still is, you know, a limited capacity. Very limited. Now, I want to point out to you that it is only going to be useful if A, you have taken three wounds mm-hmm. and B, one of them is causing you to bleed out. Yes. Okay. So that might not be applicable in all situations,
3: but, but when it is.
2: When it is, it is very important. Mm-hmm. The reason why that's important is every time you take a wound, you take a minus one penalty to all of your other rolls. So if you take one wound, You're at minus one to everything. Two wounds, minus two. Three wounds, minus three. So it gets harder and harder as you get more and more beat up. So in this case, the edge that Jameson has taken will mean that when he is trying to roll to not die, to not bleed out, he can ignore that minus three penalty that he would normally have to that roll. Now, the other way that a player can get knocked out is through being incapacitated, is through being exhausted. And there are fatigue. And those you only get too fatigued before you're too exhausted to go on. That usually does not result in death, but it does mean that you're just gasping for breath or dealing with whatever has uh, made you uh, fatigued.
0: I'm still looking at hindrances, but I think I have decided that my for my free uh, um, edge, I'm taking actually the very first one. It just feels right for the character. I'm taking alertness, Mm -hmm. which is a background edge. It just feels like the kind of thing that someone who has been operating a business that requires her head to be on a swivel and like trying to survive in an era where it's even less safe to be who she is uh, currently, um, I would say, so taking alertness, that means uh, I'm going to not use the very uh, gender specific language that's used here, which is Mm -hmm. frustrating. not much gets by this hero. She's very observant and perceptive, and adds plus two to her notice notice rolls to hear, see, or otherwise sense the world around her. So I feel like that is a good
2: a good edge for someone whose head is on a swivel. I like it. I think that sounds really good. Um, and I believe that they switch off uh, pronouns in the in the book for things. Okay. So even though it is gender specific, I feel like they do try and. Sw- switch up he and she. Hey kids,
0: thing. if you're writing RPG books in this day and age, you can just put they. They or them as a singular uh, gender neutral pronoun so yep. that everybody can feel included. Yep.
2: We we all agree with that. Um unfortunately none of us had any say in writing this book.
0: Yeah, and that's not that's not that's not necessarily a slam even on Just Savage Worlds. That was a pretty common thing. Uh, I I know I, I actually there's a couple of games that I'm impressed by that even going back a few decades, I noticed that they at least did all she pronouns, which was nice, but still, you can just do they and then it's happy everybody. Right.
3: So I was actually looking uh, a little further on the edges and I saw one that might
0: be good for you, Uh
3: possibly Provoke.
0: Oh, interesting.
3: Uh For that, you're, you're essentially taunting someone into, you know, screwing up. Mm-hmm. And since none of us look like we're going to be fighters... Uh, anything that prevents them from hurting
0: us might be a good idea. I did take Taunt. Um, on page 50? Page 50. So if I if I take a, I'll take, look at my hindrances first because I might come back and add another edge with my hindrance or sure. I'm going to take it later. So.
2: And Probably. you're not uh, limited to just this play session. We're talking about the characters, but if you end up not making a decision or you think about it and go, oh, this doesn't really work or I want to find the points to get this other thing, that's totally fine. We're not totally locked in. Okay. Excuse me on these characters, and even after we play a couple of sessions, I'm open to, feels, to I'm yeah. open to changing things if someone goes, yeah. "Oh, this didn't work the way I thought it would."
0: Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so provoke is almost like cutting words. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, right?
3: there's also work the room, which feels Ooh. like it should be Ooh. like provoke, oh, yeah. but that's more for
0: bolstering Ooh. allies. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, can, I think I did read that
1: one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically,
0: you can. I feel like that's something you could do as a, as a mom. Work the room.
1: Well, I was looking at retort. Which is right next to work the room there. Um, this verbal duelist can turn the slings and arrows of social combat right back at the unwitting fools who hurled them. Ooh. If a character with retort gets a raise when resisting an intimidation or taunt test, the foe is distracted. I like it. Oh, actually, you know That's what might be good, good does, for me uh, is
2: streetwise. I'm, I'm not sure, but does that have a requirement of work the room or
1: taunt or something? No, retort is just right there on the oh, phone. Okay. Uh,
3: Novice taunt D6.
1: Yeah, novice taunt D six.
2: Okay, so as long as you have taunted at least the D six, you can you can okay. take
1: that. Would streetwise? that That is skill for taunt.
2: Yeah.
3: What streetwise work for this? Because we're literally out of our world.
0: True, so but I also network feel network. like if it's streetwise, it's kind of like I know where to look for the sim. The the, the like, it's up to the up to the game master, obviously, look but for the shady right. munchkin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. I, I, yeah, I might buy it with hindrances points, but if you don't think it'll work... Yeah, it'll, no, it'll, I it'll think stre- I
2: think Streetwise is is legit. Um, the Oz that, that you know and are familiar with is not going to be the Oz presented in this game. Big shock. Uh, I believe Oz is actually out of copyright at this point, so no one can get upset about that. There's a lot of adaptations that are out there. Uh, but even if it is, this is my game, and I don't think I'm a big enough fish for the... Uh, a state of the of the L. Frank Baum uh to come after me uh, or anyone else here.
1: I hope not. He's buried yeah. in Glendale.
2: I you know he lived in Hollywood for yeah, a long time. Yeah he's at the
1: forest lawn I've I've been by his oh, gravestone. Oh, yeah cool. yeah that's neat. Yeah.
2: I was totally disappointed to find out that his Hollywood home which he called Oscott mm-hmm. and where he wrote most of these books uh was torn down in the Aww. 50s. What? And now it is uh, an apartment complex. Has <laughs> Because that's L.A., folks. Yeah, Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, apparently he he lived in Hollywood, and uh, at the time that he lived there, it was basically just all orange groves. And so they kind of yeah. built the city around his house, which I thought was really neat. Of course. And I really wish that it was still available. However, his San Diego home is still available. It's in Coronado, and uh, you can go visit it. You can't go inside or anything, but you can take a look at it and be like, hey, I'm at a place where he used to live. If that's your jam, smelling a road trip.
1: <laughs> Coronado is gorgeous. Right. It is, yes, yeah. it
0: is a beautiful place. I think I'm going to take the hindrance of Death Wish. Huh. Um, I think because it's, it's reading the description of it, uh, having a Death Wish doesn't mean your adventurer is suicidal. She might just think that her life is worth less than some noble but clearly deadly goal those are the death wish don't throw their lives away for no reason. But when there's a chance to complete a goal, they do anything and take any risk to achieve it. And I feel like, I don't think so much that she might know it for like, oh, I have a goal that I'm trying to achieve. But I think if the idea is like what I said, where she kind of feels like there's not much to go back for on earth, then like, she might not be as like as big on like self-preservation if there is something they're trying to get done. Cause she's probably thinking like, what else I gotta lose. Right. So. Okay. So I don't know if I'm going to do that as a major or a minor, but I like that. as, a, as a, I guess that jumped out at me as something that I'm a fan of.
1: So I'll see if I have any other ones that I want to.
2: Carrie, I'm going to put you on the spot because we yeah. haven't heard much oh. from you.
1: Oh, so. hindrances, so. driven, big mouth. Oh, uh, what? Yeah. Oh, I've been reading. <laughs> right. Okay. Oh.
2: No, no, I, I know that I know that you're not just staring blankly into the into the studio. <laughs> I just wanted to hear what you were thinking about for Carol.
1: Oh, yes, Carol's, um, and I think her middle initial is going to be B for basically. Okay. Um, (laughs) Just so you get to say it a little bit more, um, and you feel fine about it. All right. Um, Carol B. Winters. Um, uh, Just because I love that. Um, It's like Ann B. Davis. Um, Part of my inspiration, Carol, is, you know, uh, Carol from She's the Mom um, on The Brady Bunch. Um, Hmm. Anyway. Yes. Anyway. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Carol Channing, also, always. Um, yeah. always, always. Uh, yeah. Carol, so,
0: yeah. Carol Burnett. Oh my, Carol Burnett. I'm, I'm going to say Carol uh, Burnett. I said Carol O'Connor, who was a man
1: and not example of what you're saying. Different, Yeah. No, Burnett's oh, like, she's, yeah. she's one of my, I, I, she's, oh, she's, she's definitely here. She's so lovely. Um, but Driven, I think is great. Um, just since she's like a go-getter, I'm getting it done. The hero's actions are driven by some important goal or belief. Um, and then Big Mouth because, you know... Unable to keep secrets and constantly gives away private information. Every mom. (laughs) Did you hear she's doing this this week? Oh Oh my gosh. Yeah, she's on the thing. She's doing the thing on the Twitch. (laughs) Yeah, it's like TV on the internet, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. um, I know. My
2: mom is always like, oh, you should tell me when I should watch. And I'm kind of like,
1: I don't want you to
2: watch, mom. By the way, I hope you don't watch this, mom. I mean, I love you, but. (laughs) I don't want... Well, I take that back. Feel free to watch. Please don't go into chat because I don't want to... I don't want to... I don't want to hear you talk about how handsome I am in the middle of a Twitch stream.
1: But she's right.
2: Do not.
1: So <laughs> handsome.
0: So handsome. We'll do it on screen.
3: Yeah. You're so handsome, man. <laughs>
1: cool.
2: Me I agree. And my big
0: mouth. I agree. Terry, I don't normally respond to chat during stream because I like to be immersed cuz when we're in character, mm-hmm. but since we're having a kind of casual session, there is a question of what does Carol Winters think about Christmas?
1: Oh, uh, you know, with the name like Carol Winters, it does sound oh, like she, uh, she would loves have it festive stuff. <laughs> Everyone calls her Christmas Carol every time when the season's coming around. It's just like, ah, again.
2: And the thing is, she's Jewish.
1: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, it happens. Mm-hmm. That happens all the time. Um, it's funny. Um, yeah. Uh, Big Mouth, though, is great. Uh, the Blabber Mouth can't keep a secret very well. Um, they reveal plans and give away things best kept among friends usually at the worst possible times. Ooh, interesting.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm
1: gonna I'm gonna have lots of fun with that one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then driven if we get into more detail. Um, driven a vow is a commitment to others. driven characters want something for themselves. It may be to protect the realm, become a decorated officer, prove you're the best gladiator in Rome or the best pilot in the Galactic fleet. The minor version shapes the character and pushes um, their decisions. But either happens rarely or is fairly harmless as a major hindrance. It's an overriding desire that comes up frequently or causes peril for the heroine or and those around them.
2: So what do you think, uh what do you think Carol is driven towards or driven
1: by? Um Carol wants to be the best. Okay. Mm. My cupcakes are perfect. So are my cookies. Ooh. At me, PTA. At me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Of course, it's the 80s, so no one knows what that means, but.
1: <laughs> I know, I know. Cash me outside. Oh, wait, oops, hold on. Uh... Great. All right. So, yeah, I think cool. those, those two to start, and I'm still looking through some of these other ones. Yeah, because some of the shorter descriptions were not calling to me as much as I think if I look. At yeah, the, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, I understand um, what they're what uh, Terry is describing is that one of the nice things about the book is there are very detailed, long paragraphs about each of these edges and hindrances. But they do include two pages that just have or a couple of pages that just have like a one word, uh, one sentence description of what something does or like a little oh. idea for the mechanical effect.
1: Page 56. Okay, thank you. Because that's mm-hmm. going to be a lot easier to mm-hmm. read pages. Well,
0: mm-hmm. oh, yes, thank you. Thank goodness. Mm-hmm. All right. That's way better. Mm-hmm.
2: So it's just a nice way that you can kind of scan through and be like, oh, that sounds interesting. Let me read some more.
0: Mm-hmm. The sad mm-hmm. thing is, a lot of the hindrances I feel like would be great for my character if we were on Earth, but some of them don't work on a pause. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, like shamed would be like really, well, not shamed so much. That wasn't the once again, but there's one where it's like outsider, right. and there's one where it's like that, like wanted, and it's like ah, you mentioned wanted earlier when we can't use, and I was like, oh, that's a shame because that makes, but also, it will be lame to take that because they're like, cool, let me get these points for no reason. But right. I've taken, I've taken so far, death wish and stubborn. Which are minor each. Okay. And I think Stubborn can be, no. You know, they're both minor, but neither one has a mechanical effect. They're both role-playing things. So I right. want to take at least one that has a role, has a mechanical impact on okay. me. So I'm trying to figure out what's a good.
2: Um, If if you really do like Wanted, uh, if you really want Wanted or Enemy, I'm happy to work with you and we'll figure something out. And it might no, I might start think... out having nothing to do, but if I need, oh, one of these players is going to have their face up on a poster or something like that, I'm going to yeah. make sure it's you. Yeah. Um.
0: Ooh. Uh, what about ruthless? Ruthless. ruthless. Let me look at this one. Ruthless.
3: Well, I guess it's another uh, role play one. Never mind.
0: Yeah, I feel like I feel like I'm taking too many role playing ones that I'm like, well, I'm gonna role play her this way anyway, so I don't want to just take points for that. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I am i do not want to just get points just to have points. I want to like, I like, I like when games give you things that actually negatively impact you. So I want to like find ones that are good for that. Right. Ooh,
2: one eye. I'm going to excuse myself for a moment, but uh, keep talking amongst yourselves, and I will be back.
1: All right. I feel that. So I was looking at stubborn, but then you saying that right now makes me feel like I'm already going to be a stubborn mom. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Well, I also think in that case... I probably don't need it as
1: a hindrance. In that case, though, I do think that that
0: if it fits your character that perfectly, you might Uh take it. Yeah. Uh Yeah, and you also did take Big Mouth, which is pretty, like, that is... Already a pretty big hindrance. Yes. I feel like you can take one that fits your character's personality. <laughs> ah! But did you see that
3: one eye? Because I can imagine you were like an eye patch. That'd be kind of cool.
0: Yeah, I don't think I want to do one eye. I thought about that too. I'm, I'm as a person without disabilities, mm-hmm. I don't feel comfortable role
1: playing disabilities, so okay. I don't think that I want to do that. But. You're wearing glasses. I'm just gonna let you know right now, all of us are. We are all blind a little. So yeah. I think that, okay. I think having <laughs> glasses
0: is not the same thing as having one eye. Okay. I have I have good depth perception. It, I don't know what your prescription, is, so That's you fair. know. I thought I have astigmatism. It's okay. See.
4: Yeah.
0: I could say bad eyes. That could be. There you go. Is that in there? That is in there. There That's you not have bad it.
3: One. There you um, have it. it. Could be a major one.
0: Yeah. Oh, that could be interesting because then we could have like a story. If Nick wants to do like, well, he's not here and can't find out. About him. And so will uh-huh. never get us recording. Never. I could take bad eyes as a major penalty. And then if I if, that gets him the ability to have a chance, like if my glasses break in the story, and then we have to find a way to like fix my eyes or mm-hmm. fix my glasses or something. Oh my God, you're
1: like jinkies.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh my God, that's what I'm doing. I'm going to do. All right. Yeah. That's cute. Oh, now I know why I named the character Dina. It's it's Adina Adina Menzel. I named her after the actress who plays Alphaba. You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. i the why. Here's, what, here's, what I, here's Music me. theater back again. Here's how that got from where you use a jinkies to this. Uh-huh. Is I thought about the fact that I have named I've I've played characters named Velma and Daphne. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then I was like, wait, did I name this character a Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo character? I'm like, no, it's a Dina, it's Adina Menzel, and then I got to, Yeah. And we also we're talking about Frank uh, Frank Bomb. A lot of people don't know that Alphaba is supposed to be L Frank Bomb. Like it's it's a it's a uh, plan. His name. Yeah. Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. It's more of a more of a portmanteau. Mm. It's it's like L Frank Bomb Alphaba. Mm-hmm.
3: Oh okay, I got you. Mm-hmm.
0: Love. Yeah, I'm going to give her bad eyes. And actually, it makes a lot of sense because she's been like hanging out in smoky. Yeah, like, in the dark, she might
1: have like bad eyes from that. I like smoky, stoky hall. I
0: thought yeah. about giving her an addiction to cigarettes, but I don't know if that's as fun to play as um, bad eyes because that's like a real. I think bad eyes yeah, more bad than.
3: is more fun. Yeah, there's because there's,
0: there's there's bad, there's like a um, bad habit or something that's like you have an addiction to something with like, like a chemical addiction, but.
1: What were your hindrances again, James? My
3: hindrances were clumsy okay. and curious. Q- I just Q- can't Q- leave us so doing stone those two. Just those two. They're majors. Okay. I was originally going to do Big Mouth, but you took Big Mouth, and I'm like, yes,
0: go ahead and take that. I'll give you all the secrets. I'm like, no, you're not supposed to tell them. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, there's habit, minor, major, addicted to something, suffers fatigue if deprived. So I thought she could have, like, like she has to find some weird Oz, like pipeweed or something that oh. she has to smoke. But. I think that bad eyes is more interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't want to support smoking. Do yeah.
1: mm-hmm. I, yeah. so I want to be overconfident? My I feel
0: like
3: you, yes. There's
1: nothing out there uh, that your hero can't defeat. At least that's what they think. They believe um, they can do most anything and never want to retreat from a challenge. They're not suicidal, but they certainly take on more than common sense dictates.
3: Hmm. <laughs> driven and overconfident. Those don't work well together at all.
1: Stop. <laughs> they're literally the same. No, they're different, but the same, but different, but same. But different. Um, driven means there might be some sort of success. <laughs> oh, you're confident there'll be success. <laughs> overconfident there'll be success? Mm-hmm. All right, so overconfident would be my major, and the other three would be, I'll be minors, I think. You only need yeah. to have, a, I think, four. Four points total, so it's two okay. for a major, one okay. for a minor. So then I don't need it, so then I'll just do Driven, Big Mouth, Stubborn. Are those all minors? Um, big Mouth and Stubborn are minor. Let me double check Driven. Do you grab me a cerveza, por favor? Si. Sí. Gracias. Driven can be Manor, manor, manor or Minor. Manor or Minor. I manor think it's
3: a, a minor.
0: Nick, are there any candies over there?
1: Driven Major?
2: No, major. Okay. We're out of candy. Okay.
3: I'll bring some more next week.
2: No worries.
0: While he was there, I was gonna see if I
3: could. I have a Costco card and I'm gonna abuse it. Nice.
0: So, Nick, while you were gone, yes, um, did you guys solve Oz? Yes, yeah, we were good, so the show's not gonna happen. Game's over. I took bad eyes as a major uh, hindrance, so Ah. I have glasses. Uh, so but you have the ability at some point. I so uh, basically the to you the short, I'll do the short summary on page 56. So, um this is a major hindrance. So it's negative two on all trait rolls that are dependent on on vision. Uh, eyewear negates the penalty, but I have a 50% chance of breaking when I suffer trauma. Okay. So I think I'm going to start with glasses, but that gives you a fun little dagger to possibly have or, or a potential here in the game. Also, I feel like we were saying off mic, it's it, oh, we're actually on mic, but you weren't here. It could be a potential fun story if like my glasses do break. Now, how do we get my, my vision solved? Right. <laughs> There was, talk, alive, there was talk about me, play maybe being um, having one eye, but I, I don't feel comfortable playing a disability that I don't have on a on stream. So
2: that Sweet. seems totally legit, and I I love you giving me the the option to have you have to velma your glasses all the time. That's what or... he said. He said,
0: <laughs> yeah, and I remember, by the way, I, I, I'll tell you later, Mike. I don't want to say it to the audience a second time, but yeah, you can just watch the stream. Yeah,
1: but good times. Mm-hmm. So, yes, so. Perfect. Um, I have Major, uh, my Major Hindrance is going to be Driven, um, and then I have Big Mouth for Minor and Stubborn for Minor. Okay. Um, I think that's what I'm settled on now.
2: All right, so those points will get you, uh, two points will get you either you can increase a die type. Mm-hmm. Now, you can only do that once per rank, The like the novice, seasoned, heroic you can only increase a die type once during that time, so okay. you can't just always take that as your advance. Um, however, at the novice level, you can technically do it twice because you can buy one with your hindrance uh, hindrance points right now, and then and when we do an advance, which is like a level up, you can take it one more time. Then okay, too. one more time.
0: Okay, and that's for attributes.
2: Uh, correct. Yes. Okay. And then of course you can get an edge, or you can get some more skill points if if you really need them.
0: If I don't want to do that right now. Can I do it, like you said, when we get to Oz, we can buy new edges that are like Oz-based or whatever. Mm-hmm. Can I save my hindrance points to use for an Oz edge later, or should I spend them
2: now? I'm going to say no. Okay. I think you, I want you to spend them now.
0: Okay. That sounds fair.
2: Uh, however, we were top <laughs> however, we will be doing advances during the game. I'm not going to follow the strict rules of how they handle experience points. I'm going to do it more on kind of a milestone system, and I'm probably going to rush the first couple so that people can get some more skills and get uh, kind of familiar with what they want to make their character. I don't, we're not going to be playing this for a year or a protracted campaign, so I don't want you to, have to feel like you have to wait forever until you finally get the build you want to have. Thank you.
1: What are the advances?
2: So, advances is when you level up, mm-hmm. and it will let you essentially take an edge... It's it's essentially it's the equivalent of having two points. Okay. So you can you can buy up two skills, you can get an edge uh, one time per level, uh, and you'll see them marked on the sheets as N S V H L. You can increase a die type. So if you've gotten stronger or more agile, worked on your worked on your mental toughness.
1: Like trying to show working out in my brain, but yeah. I, just went I was, brain. yeah, yeah, right. uh, uh, here,
2: here we're, we're showing working out in our brains.
3: Whoa, easy on yourself! You're gonna pull something, <sighs> I can take it, man. I can take it. Mind over matter,
1: no, literally, mind, <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's mind over mind.
1: <laughs> it don't matter. Um, all right, cool. And then, um, with all of these guys over here, do I... do you even
2: learn, bro? <laughs> oh. <laughs>
1: Okay, thanks, guys. This was fun. <laughs> Bye! I want
3: that in a T-shirt. Fans, come on, make it happen. Uh,
1: wow. Okay. Going back to the fun page. I do like the little quick breakdown section.
2: Honestly, yeah. I feel like more games should have that. Um, this isn't the advice show, so I'm not going to go off on, on that, but I think it would be useful for a lot of games that have a bunch of options to have a page or
1: two like that. Yeah, 3.5 had that and then they didn't do it again.
2: So That's right. I like remember R2 that. You, I remember like the like that little a long time like
1: ago. characterization, a little summary here because we've already like walked through it in the front, but then you have that little recap and then you can kind of go through the little things here. I like I do like
2: Yeah, I feel like they did a pretty good job of uh giving examples and making it easy uh, especially once you're a little bit familiar with the with the system.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, so I spent uh, so far, one of my hindrance points to give myself the skill of gambling. If that okay. feels like something that will make sense for her. Sure. And then I, so I have one more left because I spent two. I had four. I spent one on gambling. I spent two to give myself a d6 in agility. Okay. And then I have uh, one more to spend. So I'm trying to decide. So I can't give myself another edge for now, but I can give myself another skill, it looks like.
2: Yeah, either a brand new skill at level, at, at D4, or you can increase one of your existing skills.
0: Yeah, I think I might actually bump up one of the ones that I could not bump up earlier because I didn't have a high enough agility, so Ooh, let me look at the. Yeah, right yeah.
2: There's actually, okay, there's actually one more thing I want to mention here. Okay. And I don't know if anyone in this group has taken it because this group is, uh, seems to be fairly non-combative. Mm-hmm. There are two figured stats in the game. One of them is based off of Vigor, And what that's going to be is half of your Vigor die type plus two. That's going to be something called toughness. Toughness is a scale that has to be overcome before you actually take damage on an attack. Okay. So if, uh, for example, you get punched, but the amount of damage doesn't exceed your toughness, you don't take any damage from there, uh, which is one of the ways in which those wounds... um, the limited number of wounds that you have is stretched out. Mm-hmm. The other one is figured off of a skill, and that's fighting. Uh, and that relates to your parry chance. Parry is used in melee combat. Range combat, let me back up for a moment. Range combat is always a four. So uh, that's all that you're trying to get in order to, to shoot someone. But in melee combat, the ability to sort of duck, dodge, dive, duck, and dodge mm-hmm. uh, can be very useful. And so it makes you harder to hit. And that is also half of your fighting die plus two. So it might be worth it to grab fighting at a D4 for everyone if you don't have it higher, just so that you have a slightly higher parry chance um, on there. So a parry, a fighting of a D4 will get you to a parry of four, which means you're just as likely to be punched as you are to be shot. Uh, But... I don't know if, if that doesn't fit anyone's characterization, that's also fine.
0: So, for example, like I just took that D4 in fighting because actually I think it makes sense that she would know how to defend herself if need be. Right. So I, I think a D4 in fighting feels like about the same level as like a self-defense class. Yeah. Which you would have taken in 1920s, but still, <laughs> I think that if you're running a speakeasy, you've learned to dodge a hey, monster too. You might um, have.
2: I've seen pictures of the suffragettes who are riding around on bicycles with swords and stuff. Yeah. You know? so, they I had them in so, Enola homes. I right. mean. So you 2 know,
0: plus half of fighting for me would be totally four
3: total accurate. 2 plus okay yeah and then top is uh, so I'm looking at page uh, 55 and Perry is uh half your fighting yeah half your fighting die plus 2 okay so if okay so if you don't have a fighting die what do you get then 2 2 2
2: zero, 0 plus 2 is 2 is so it's just 2 zero.
3: okay I can math good.
2: So actually, I put my so mark in, in
1: paste. And in. then Perry. toughness, what am I doing that? How am I doing that again?
2: Uh, that's half of your Vigor die. So if you have Vigor at a D6, it's three, plus two okay, is, so is your five. toughness. is six inches. Must change. All right. About change. So.
3: Those characters okay, I but... made for you were wrong, but they oh. probably didn't get used. Two of them did. Cool. The, the ones that had fighting, then that was done
2: right. Oh. <laughs> Did you have parry of zero for the other ones that didn't have No, fighting? I had
3: parry of four because I thought it was like, oh, well, if you don't have a die, then it's just, you know.
2: Ah, I got you. You're going off the die type. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, then it worked itself out.
3: Mm-hmm. Can't make a mistake cool. if no one sees it. That's right. But now you've admitted it. Well, you're going to have to come to the next Strategicon and play a game with Nick to see those characters.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. But, uh, yeah, I think I spent all my points. Great. So Dude. pace for everybody is sick. made in New
0: York City. Oh.
2: <laughs> New, New York, York City.
0: City. Wait, no, sorry, pace is made in San Antonio by right. folks
1: who know what salsa should taste like. Oh my god. By gosh. the way, <laughs> wow. because if you think about it,
0: New York City is where a lot of Puerto Ricans live. I bet mean, they make fantastic Great
2: salsa. salsa, yeah.
0: Yeah. And pace is probably made by some like conglomerate that's based in like Belgium or something.
3: Those Belgians. <laughs> they, what do they know about salsa?
0: Probably not much. Maybe, maybe all have a rich... I apologize to any to Belgians me. listening, if you're like, uh, yeah. I, I, I don't know, I don't. I couldn't tell you, you could put a gun to my head right now, I couldn't tell you what a Belgian accent sounds like. I, I guess it'd be Hercule Poirot, I guess. I,
1: <laughs> the first movie I ever did was by a Belgian director nice. and premiered at the Belgian consulate here in LA. So I actually am familiar with many Belgians here in oh. Los Angeles. And uh, how they yeah. have salsa. Yeah, Exactly. well, they are n- probably not the strongest suit, but not the worst, but uh, not there okay. like my friend here, obviously, because he's lived here forever yeah. now. Uh, but yeah. But they speak, you know, Dutch and French. And so depending on what part of the country you're in, you're going to get either a little more French or a little more Dutch. And then sometimes you're going to get a weird hybrid of the two. Nice.
2: Which is why who, why why was French? <laughs> Actually, no, that wasn't very interesting. I wasn't mocking. No,
1: it's just, yeah, I was like, I was, like, I was like the weird, thank you. I <laughs> yeah. um, like that. Yep, yep, yep. But I, that was like, my exciting thing was like, I was big in Belgium for two minutes. You know what, <laughs> what I mean? No, like my friend was like, we got like interviewed like about yeah. doing the movie. And like, I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Uh, made it into Belgian press. It's got to be what? <laughs> Russians have to be the worst at salsa?
0: Maybe.
2: Duh. Yeah.
1: I lived there too. Insane. Not a lot of Mexican food. I made some for people there. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. I was like, like you- the Philippines, we've got a lot of like
1: His- Hispanic you got the Spanish. there. Yeah. yeah. You got the Spanish influence. So. And also
0: just like, that's a good region of the world for spicy things. Correct. Yeah, like, right. A
1: lot of, lot of nice peppers
0: and stuff lying around that area of the world. So.
1: It's yeah. not really known for spice.
0: Yeah.
1: Lots of cabbage. Yeah, Lots of boiled things and hey. vodka. Beet salsa. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's not Beet be. salsa sounds more like a type of dancing. Usually I'm um, you know. like yeah. beet salsa.
3: Yeah, you've got
2: these, you know, it's the VR. You've got yeah. these sabers, but you're also dancing salsa. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I, I know there are
0: definitely salsa dances in beat sabers. I've played them.
1: I love.
2: Okay. Uh, So pace for everybody is six unless you took some sort of advantage or hindrance that reduces that.
1: Okay.
2: Pace uh, is your basic ability to move across the board. It's sort of your move score. However, you can also run. And if you run, you can add a D6 to that pace number. So it's possible you could move 12 inches in the game, which is not, you know, which equates to... 60 feet, I think, okay. on there. Um, but basically, it is, see, I got to say it. It is six for everybody unless you've somehow modified that.
4: Yay. Nice.
2: Uh, gear, we're not going to worry about buying because I think that what we will do is, as I mentioned before, find out what was around when you came to Oz Land. and and take that sort of stuff. You Land didn't shoes. prepare for this. You don't get to... Uh, you I'll don't take the silver ones, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's I beat anything else. This lady else. up and took her
0: magic wand, and now I'm a now I'm a good witch. <laughs> I beat this princess up; who's was apparently a witch. I don't
2: know. Now I'm a witch too. Actually, when I was uh, inside for a moment. Uh, Mr. Kimmy had a bubble gun, and he said, "Oh, it's a shame that this would mess up the electronics, because it would be really immersive <laughs> for your game." Oh my God! don't yes. oh. so, saran wrap. Just everyone everyone watching area. at home, go buy yourself a bubble gun, and then when we get to Oz, go ahead and just Stand trigger it right here and fire it,
0: yeah. and go straight across here.
2: Yeah, you have one was, week.
3: Yeah,
0: I like you looked at me. If there's a little bubble effect in OBS. We can make this happen. Yeah. We'll just come next week in like a bubble. Like- <laughs> oh
1: my gosh. I am.
0: Bubble boy style.
3: Oh yeah. my
1: gosh. I've got ideas. Yeah. I
0: want Nick
3: to just Now I feel drift like
1: challenged. In. I'm like, I, I want have you to make come like a as headpiece. I know. Yeah. Oh. If, if I could just drip in,
2: you know I would.
0: Oh, yeah. If I didn't hate body paint so much, I would show up green one night. But I hate body paint. It's the
2: worst. It's, it gets all over your clothes.
1: It just gets everything. everywhere. That's the problem. Yeah. Not-
0: yeah.
2: yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: It gets everywhere. <laughs> Like of course, and it's irritating, and it gets <laughs>
2: everywhere. That was the cut dialogue, you know, green body
3: paint.
0: Yeah.
2: All right. So it sounds like everyone has their characters together. Yes. Yeah, they and are. I have a name. Great. Oh, what is your name?
3: I've changed it. Originally, I was going to do alliteration because that's what I like to do. Right. Uh, but I'm going to go with Achilles Cross. Oh, I like that a lot. Ooh. Line. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Excuse me.
3: Uh, you had a C name, so originally I was Clyde, and I'm like, oh no. I want to do 2C's.
1: Why not? CNC Music Factory. I love a CNC. <laughs> right. <laughs> but Achilles is very I prefer
2: cool. 7 and 7, but you know, you do you.
1: <laughs> Everybody do now. I like now. Dungeons
2: and Dragons? Oh. Ooh. Ooh. We should play
1: sometime. Have I yeah. I haven't heard of it.
2: I did my other pitch was going to be a Dungeons and Dragons show, but then stuff happened and I was like, nope. I'm going to yeah. back away from that. We don't know anything yeah. about that.
1: I don't even know what you're talking. What's going on? Nope. No, it's this. This is safe. So what I'm, are your character I'm giving you. <laughs> huh? What are your character names? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Carol B. Winters. Ooh.
2: Dina Flynn. Dina Flynn. Okay. And we will meet Claire's character in the next game. Well, Grognar uh, the Barbarian, of course. Yeah. Of course. Uh, I've talked to her a little bit, but I'll go over character creation with her separately off stream. And uh, she'll show up when she shows up. I do think it's funny
0: that you were like, oh, I'm surprised nobody's playing like barbarians or combat characters. But like Oz is not known for like, here comes, here comes the axe. Uh, the, yeah. like, I have this, like, Oz the one is, guy who Oz does have like, it... an
1: axe is like terrified.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Oz is usually like little girls talking to, <laughs> to lions and, and scarecrows and sure. witches and monkey flying people. and yeah. Those According
2: to the media that you have consumed, that is 100% correct.
1: Yeah, but did you watch Return to Oz? That yes. horror yeah. show. It's still a little girl. I it's know, but, but there's a lady like who has like diff- like heads that she can like. Yeah, know, yeah, that's so yeah. creepy. And then the Wheelers, like, yeah, all oh my that. god, the Wheelers are so scary. Mm-mm. Yeah. That movie is a horror show, and I yeah. love it. Yeah, it's great. I love creepy stuff like that. There they
2: is- called that Lady Mombi in yeah. the movie, but yeah. it's not. It's actually Princess Langerwire is the one who has multiple heads. Forgot to push up your glasses
3: when you did that. Yeah,
2: I know. I left them in the car. Oh. Psychically, I pushed up my glasses. Podcast listeners, I pushed up my glasses and mouthed <laughs> um actually before I said that. Rightly so. Sorry, it's just a little thing of mine. And I understand why they did it because Princess Langowire is a mouthful when you got Mombi right there. And it didn't really matter, but it's still that's that's been a sort
0: of Mombi sounds me. like the mother of zombies.
1: Yeah. I'm into it. Oh, that's a mombi. Yeah. It's a mom zombie. She's so cute. <laughs> I'm a cool mombi. Yeah. You know yeah, why drink? If it you're going to eat brains, I rather
0: you eat brains at home. Come
1: over. Come over, nom, nom, nom. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had
2: something I was going to say, but I have not now said that. Riley, cut you off. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's okay. Um no, how we spent our, our hindrances? Everyone has spent their hindrances, I think. Okay.
3: Did you want to know how?
2: Yes. Okay.
3: I took an extra edge and then I improved my
2: agility's one extra point. Nice. Okay, so that puts you at a D6 or D D8? Uh, it goes up to a D8. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. I already reported on that. So. Yep. What do um, I need to
1: do with my hindrances? Oh, so oh.
2: so with the hindrance points, what, what did you, what what do you, what? <sighs> which is, you can use them to improve stuff.
1: Oh, what, what do the, I want to improve? Oh, yeah. oh. At the yeah. very uh, the bottom
3: third, of this little chart you
1: had, oh the the long page that I was like, I'll read that yeah. later. Yeah. That one, okay. I thought
3: like, okay, let me just condense this to one page versus doing like, no. I will take to your stuff. credit. No, one I he was going through. I it was love very it, helpful.
1: but <laughs> I'm just saying I just didn't look at it. Yeah. Yet. Um, I was literally going to be like, this will be my homework. Yeah. Um, hindrances are negative. Blah 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 blah.
3: It looks like we're getting a question from chat. Uh, what you. day will this game be played? So,
2: we are going to be playing weekly on Thursdays at 7 to 10, approximately. Um, We might see if we adjust that, I'm going to talk to people, Uh, we might move to 730, but for now, 7 o'clock to about 10 o'clock is is our plan. Uh, I just know that sometimes it's a little difficult for some people to get here at that time, so if we push back a half an hour, that might make it a little bit easier. But of course I need to talk to everyone, but the cat's out of the bag now, I was going to wait. But thank you so much for asking when the game was going to be. Well, played. to be fair to
0: to Master Peter who asked that question, they only asked what day will this be played. So you could just set Thursday,
2: and oh, think well, of the time you length. know, I that. okay. Well, so Mia culpa. Being helpful, that's all yeah, you're just, doing. Just I'm just trying. I I interpreted what day will be will this game be played to be when? I think I read when instead of what. I made that same mistake.
0: I wouldn't have teased you for it, but you got so like, well, thanks for forcing my hand to say
2: this thing. <laughs> you made me I do it. chance. I, I deserve
0: it. You had it coming.
2: Yeah. You had it. Had I, I Stop
3: there,
0: so I don't... Oh, don't We're under like 15 seconds. That's yeah. good. Oh, uh, That was great. I, I know what I did. I, I was I was making the joke before you joined in, so it seemed like I was cutting you off. I was actually cutting myself off for, for, for jokes. Yeah. Jokester. Speaking of which, joke, do you know that joke. actually in Wicked, there are a lot of moments where they use exactly six... Notes worth of score from Wizard of Oz in, and then they're embedded in songs in Wicked mm. because they use one more note then they have to pay royalties. Mm-hmm. But because they like, like, yeah, I think in, um, like in the Wizard and I, there's like a, like a reversal of notes from under the, from over the rainbow, and there's a couple other ones like that too. But that's the one I always remember.
3: Which is mm-hmm. why I said the silver sis- uh, slippers because they are silver in the book. Ah. Reds are from MGM, right? Yeah, that's yeah. What made it.
0: Yep. Yeah. Okay. Which my character wouldn't know yet, so she would say silver as well. You're yep, like, oh.
1: one i interesting... be like, What are you guys talking about? I want the red shoes, right? Clearly, yeah, yeah, checks out for our characters. Thank and you. You're like, I
0: don't, <laughs> I don't let my kids watch Return to Oz. it is terrifying. It's no, it's a I don't really know why, you, I don't I know why, why either, but I like
2: accident. it. Yeah, so it's actually, Riley, you've <laughs> talked about that. Uh, Dina would probably have read the books and maybe seen those uh black and white movies. Um, the other, the, my other two players, Terry and Jameson. How familiar? Achilles, thank you. I'm sorry. Achilles and Carol, how familiar are you with with the works and media of Oz?
1: Oh, I love the movie. I watched it so often. It's one of my favorite favorite movies. Um I watch it with the kids every holiday season. Oh, how do the kids like it? They're terrified. Right. The monkeys scare them. Um, But that's normal. I felt the same way when I was really little. Right. I then, went through it, so yeah. so should they. So, so they, they're fine. They'll be fine. Um, they're growing into it. My little one, she's dressed as Dorothy. It's so cute. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Big fan. I'm
3: going to let the dice decide. I've got a six in academics. Uh, so I'm going to roll. If I roll high, I will have read all of them and be very well versed in it, and mad that the uh, Oz movie is not anything, or The Wizard of Oz is nothing like the books. I rolled low. I loved it. It was a great movie.
0: I like the idea that you'd be into it, but then you would come to this Oz, and anything is different. You're like, this is not accurate. Yeah. Not <laughs> accurate. <laughs> come on. I hate this. Get with
3: it. I hate this. Right, I'm using the, uh, the movie as my source, and okay. uh, dabbling in the books.
2: Okay. Uh quick note about me I have never actually seen Wicked or read the books so what? That, that is an entire it, section no of the media trip. it's an entire section of the media that I have no knowledge it's of it's also wild because the difference
0: between Wicked the musical and Wicked the book is I've heard massive. that it is the yes. book is like this dark like like Terrorism and like, like it's 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 dense. I have anti and then the, now that the musical is not also, but the musical is definitely way closer to Wizard of Oz, and like, hey, wouldn't it wouldn't be cute if we had this opposite story. But it is like one is just like like well, this and yeah. like anarchist like alpha, but like at one point there's a character who finds alpha bun. She's like living in a hovel in a city because she's like
1: making like bombs to blow up things, and like it's yeah. wild, yeah. As you do. It's very revolutionary. It's Mm -hmm. really fun. The novel's really fun. But I really love the play, too. too. I love it. And um, it was the first show I saw on Broadway. Oh, cool. It's playing in
3: New York. I can get us a flight. (laughs) Uh, We'll go this weekend.
0: I, I didn't see it for a long time, like way past its popularity. And then I went and saw it when it was in L.A. last time, like maybe about two or three years ago. It was before the pandemic. And... I was like, "This is so my aesthetic and like, how did I never see this before?" I was like, "This is this show is for me." Like, the it's show, so yeah. it's, it's like gay steampunk. So awesome. like, it how is am I not. It's oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. fully totally. and like and like yes. it. It feels like they so badly want Alphaba and Galinda to be a lesbian couple. They and are just like I mean, the fan names. really. Yeah. So they it's are. So, it's like it's like the movie of, of Fried Green Tomatoes, where it's like we're just gonna get as close as we can get to. It. We're gonna go as far as we can go to, for another musical.
2: Yep. I feel like it is the uh, modern equivalent of um, Les Miserables because the book is a lot, from what I've heard, I haven't read it. Who's read it? But it's a lot denser and um, more difficult and then... You've got musical. Yeah. I think I
0: think Le Miz does a better job of depicting at least the story of the book. Like it's a because it's it's still a, a musical about a failed attempt to revolt and all and the people Everyone kids dies. Dying. Yeah. I mean if
1: like, everyone dies in the It's still. Has, sorry, Le Miz if I'm yeah. running Le Miz for anyone. Everyone <laughs> I, uh, dies.
2: <laughs> you know, Titanic d- sinks too. Yeah. Whoa.
1: Uh, what <laughs> I am today <laughs> also years musical. Old
3: when I learned that there was a Le Miz book. Yeah. Victor Hugo Victor Hugo. Yeah. Did not know that. Oh my god. Did not know that. I was like, oh yeah, it's musical musical
0: theater. Yeah, duh. Nope. Um They made a movie before the most recently Men's movie. Yeah. They made a movie in Are they going to play. Made they made a couple of that. They did they did a movie in like the late nineties, early two thousands with um um I just had his head in my name, his, his name in my head, and I just lost Is it, Liam Neeson? it. Yes, Liam Neeson. Yeah. And he's Valjean and Jeffrey Rush's Javert and it's not a musical and people what? are like how would you why would you make this movie and not make it a musical and then they saw the musical movie and said maybe it shouldn't have been a musical. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we maybe made the right been, choice or maybe it should have actually been a musical maybe that's maybe they should have given it to a director who likes musicals yeah yeah, mm. yeah
2: it wasn't so much a musical as a movie that had music in it mm-hmm. correct yeah so uh, regarding the reason I haven't seen Wicked was because even though it hits all of the things that I should be interested in. And I heard that like on Broadway has this amazing clockwork dragon oh, and all yeah. sorts of yeah. stuff amazing. like that. Yeah. All of this stuff I'm totally into. Steampunk was really huge right there. For me, it was the Shen Yun of its time. Is it was everywhere and everyone was talking about it, and I just instinctively yeah. entrenched that well, I wasn't why. going I'm just to want let you it. Know. It became my personality for a small period of yeah. time that I refused to see this.
1: It's still not the same I'm kind, kind of propaganda as Shen Yun, so I'm going to let you know that right now. Okay. <laughs> I
3: have no idea what Shen Yun is. Either. Don't know. I didn't
2: either until don't. like until like last year when everyone would start making memes around, like I don't. I understand the meme. We're not gonna I don't get understand into it. why. Oh, I let's not live get in into El Monte
3: it. And they had like billboards
0: <laughs> all over the place for, and you know, I'm like.
1: What is this? What I is this? I think I
0: only know of it from billboards driving around the city. I don't think oh, I you guys think do, do not want to know the dark
1: stories yeah. of my, behind um, it. I will, I will not get into that on stream that. right now, but absolutely, but yeah. I can happily after after we wrap up here. I will that's happily a weird way to share yeah. with plot. you. That's I will say, if, <laughs> loved, if you love if
0: you love Oz stuff as much as you do, I think
2: you
1: would actually like Wicked. Yeah, it. I think okay. it's very it's pretty pretty great.
2: I've I've come back around to it. I mean, a lot of the decisions I made as a younger man were dumb. I highly recommend the book though too.
0: Yeah, the book I haven't finished. The book because it's so dense. I had to kind of. Oh break no, it for I, w- I was like.
2: It,
3: but. Yeah.
1: Well, I've got a week. We'll see if I can get through it. You won't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty yeah. dense book. Yeah. Um, I don't know what your reading what your reading pace is, but it's 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 pretty. It's a good one. It's a doorstopper. Um, but great. Cool. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, we still have uh, we still have some time. We've got about an hour and a half. I don't know if we want to call this early or. If you'd like to run through your uh, introductions to Oz, we've got some time if folks want to do that.
3: Are we sure we want to do this without our flying monkey? Yes. Okay, cool.
0: I'm in- into it, but I'm going to do a real quick step out and be back. Fantastic.
1: Uh, cool. So I'm going to start with you, Terry. I'm going to put you on the spot. Oh, God. Okay. So because of the Shen Yun? Well, sorry. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Did you want to look them over and make sure we did everything right? I trust you. Okay. Oh, ahead. I definitely did. And I'll, I'll, so, I'll do
2: yeah. that. I'll do that off camera too. Yeah. Yeah. Look, this was a stream to show people how to make a character, not how to cheat at making a character. <gasps> who would do that? Someone who has to win at all costs. You have to win role playing games. What? Don't you realize? I really want that
3: as like a something I bring to cons for that one person at my table that's just like I'm gonna. A certificate that just says you you win at role playing games. So you no longer need to play them ever again.
2: Goodbye. Wow. Make it as a button. Yeah. A, a f- button sash, perfect. maybe. Yeah. Oh, a sash is good. Mm-hmm. Guys, <laughs> nice. there they are.
1: <laughs> this is uh, role play congeniality. Ah. Uh... That would be hilarious. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, where does Carol B. Winters live? Oh my gosh. Well, you know, I live in Minnesota, St. <laughs> Paul.
2: All right, in St. Paul. And uh, mm-hmm. what what does what does Carol do?
1: Oh, you know, I'm a homemaker, but also I work at the office. I just, you know, um, I actually work in advertising. Um, but I'm, you know, never too busy for my kids.
2: Is there any campaign that we would have uh that, that that we would all remember?
1: What does that mean?
2: Like for the advertising?
1: Oh, what I what I've run. Oh yeah, you know. Um, there was one I did for um, it was a new um, it was for I was like, Am I fully gonna take this character from Drop Dead Gorgeous? Maybe, yeah. <laughs> Why not? I was like for pork products. Oh <laughs> St. Paul, you know, uh pork. Uh, it was a really beautiful campaign we ran. It was a commercial. We got one of the uh, beauty queen from the local area. She starred in the commercial for us. Mm. And we put her on the billboards. She actually spent some time working with our butchers. And, uh, you know, it was beautiful. That sounds great. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned that
2: you have kids. How oh, many yeah. kids do you
1: have? I have three children. Three children. Yes. And... Uh... How old are they? Um, Tommy, he's 10. And then there's Polly. She's 7. I should write these down. <laughs> maybe. As I'm making... A, oh, I'm sorry. As I'm talking about my beautiful children. Let me 10.
2: I mean, Polly. I know the character is fully fleshed out. You're and just then, giving us the, the oh, details. Oh, yeah.
1: Right? I absolutely. I've done so much character work behind this um, leading into today. I'm very happy um, I'm sorry, Who I'm Carol. Sorry, I don't know what yeah. character we're two. I'm just yeah. telling you about my life. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then there's Samantha, and she's three. Okay. Mm-hmm. And did you want to know about my handsome husband? Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. I wasn't going to
2: make assumptions, because I know Carol is a strong, powerful woman who don't need no man.
1: Oh, uh, I know. But... I never said that. Okay. Oh, wow.
2: Cool. Mm, that sounds like a assumption. Oh, wow. I, okay, I, I apologize. I just ah. I just meant that, that Carol can do it all.
1: Oh, I'm absolutely driven and can do it all, but, you know, I don't believe in, you know, people need to have some support sometimes. And, um, yes, I can do many things, but it takes a team um, to get it done. I like to delegate is what I like. Mm. <laughs> so, you know, Tom Sr. He works as a local car salesman. He helps he's the head of the dealership. He's actually the general manager at the dealership mm. in St. Paul. Ooh. Kind of a big deal. Um, but, you know, never too busy for the kids. And the nice thing is, he's got a little bit more of a flexible schedule than I do in my advertising business. So um, I've actually been making more than Lion's share of the money. <laughs> Lion. Put him up, put him up, you know?
2: <laughs> Just like the movie.
1: Oh, yeah. One of my favorite movies of all time since I was a little girl is The Wizard of Oz.
2: So what does a a normal day look like for you, Carol?
1: Oh, well, I wake up very early because I need to get up and do my exercises. I go to a jazzercise class, um, get it done before the kids are up, you know. Um, Sometimes I might just pop in a video if I'm not able to make it down to the jazzercise studio. Um, It's usually a video of like some Jane Fonda or something else like that. She's so good. She's so beautiful, you know? Um, Even though she was, you know, kind of militant back in the day, I, I respect her beliefs and her choices. I think she's done, you know, some good work since then. And especially the jazzercise, she just kept her body so nice. Yeah, so I'm up, I'm jazzing. After I'm done jazzercising, I'm going um, and getting the kids breakfast ready, you know, and, uh, you know, packing their lunches, getting ready for my day, putting on my full face of makeup and my 1980s quiff hairdo. Uh, Got to get it all ready to go. It's like a helmet, the amount of Aquanet I'm using right now. <laughs> um, if you can understand that, it's, you know, the bigger, the higher the hair, closer to God kind of thing, I think. So I just really think it's important, you know, that you look your best. Dress for success. So I get myself together after I got the kids ready. Um, I got to get Samantha off to her babysitter to the daycare. Polly's got to go to school along with Tommy. They're both at the same elementary school at the same at Oh, the that's moment. convenient. That they're at the same elementary school? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think so, too. I'm so so lucky that they have such great schools in this neighborhood. So nice. So drop them off at school. and off to work. Uh, I get into my office around 8 o'clock and, you know... Talk to the people there. We have a little brainstorm session. You'll know, see what's going to be happening on what's on the docket. What we're going to be you know, advertising next. <laughs> Is it going to be something else? Is it going to be something more exciting than pork? I don't know. Talking about campaigns. Yeah, the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, after work, you know, uh, head home. See my dear sweet Tom, you know, and give him a little kiss at the end of the day. That
2: sounds very full. It sounds like a wonderful, wonderful day. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's, it's winter, and it is one of those uh, very, very cold winters, unseasonably cold. It's freezing. But I, I know that uh, you're, of course, you are got to make sure the kids get to work. It's not a snow day, um, but it is uh, very cold. And then, of course, get yourself into work. What sort of car do you drive?
1: Oh, I have a 1979 uh, 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 Cadillac. Oh, Actually, reverse that. Yeah, no, that's fine. No. A 97 Cadillac? No. (laughs) I've got a car from the future for my husband. No. A 1979 Chevy. No, Chevy Impala. Okay. That's a nice car. Mm -hmm. My real first car. That's Terry, sorry. (laughs) My grandpa gave it to me. Aw.
2: Excellent. So, uh. It's It's been like that for about a week. It's mm-hmm. been uh, very cold, uh, very unseasonably cold, but it actually hasn't been too bad. You did hear on the newscast that there is a snowstorm rolling in, so of course you're prepared for that. Uh, you've got bundled your change in the trunk, yeah. the kids bundled up, mm-hmm. made sure that you've got supplies in the car in case you somehow get into a drift or something like that. And uh, of course you have memorized the number for AAA and uh, other roadside. Oh, yeah, 2929 Exactly, exactly, dead on. So uh, you've been you've been noticing that it's it's uh, it's getting up there, and Saint Paul is not tropical. uh, No, it's often cold in the
1: winter. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, good good amount of the year.
2: So you get up, you do your jazzercise. Uh, What are you making for the for breakfast?
1: Oh, you know, um, probably just some cereal. Okay, just Mm -hmm. just a quick one. Yeah, some oatmeal. Just some quick. They have those quick oats now that you can put in the microwave.
2: Ah, so nice. Makes it, makes it a lot easier so it takes much faster. take some,
1: take some uh, time out of your day. Oh, yeah. Great. Great. Tip is fugit, you know. Time is money. Okay.
2: <laughs> so uh, it's time to wake up the kids. Yeah. Tommy is being real recal- recalcitrant. He doesn't want to get up. Oh, it's, honey. It's too cold.
1: Come on. Come on. Okay, fine. Ten. It's going to give you to the count of ten, but it's already too late. Come on
2: leave <laughs> the count of three um <laughs> all right you're able to to you know get the kids all ready and get mm-hmm. all get all uh, all set and uh everything after that actually goes pretty smoothly so you're able to get them into the car you're able to to take them in and uh, uh into school it's the weather's getting a little bit worse uh on here but I don't know if that's going to try and stop you from getting into your your job. I know that that's very important to you. Mm-hmm. Do you want to head back home, or do you think that you're going to press on to the office?
1: Um, I'm probably going to press on, even if the weather's getting a little bit worse. Because I mean, it snows here all the time. Okay. I'm pretty used
2: right. Your are experience with that, yeah. you you totally know that yeah. that's uh, available. So you keep driving on. You keep driving
1: on. It's, not it's... Like Los Angeles where it never snows. Right. <laughs> never ever ever. <laughs>
2: Uh, sorry, that was Nick speaking, not... Uh, and it not just the happened. Answer. I yeah. know, it's <laughs>
1: yeah. sending pictures to people every, everywhere, of course, like we yeah. all were.
2: It's a shame it didn't stick this time, because I've, I've seen it stick before, which it's is up always on the really weird. the mountains, though. Yeah. Uh, this is a show about me. Why am I talking about this? Um... Great. So it's starting to come down. It's it's uh, actually getting really bad. You can see other cars pulling off to the side. Oh no. Uh, but I know you've got that big account that you're working on that mm-hmm. you really need to make sure that, that you that you keep. Yeah. Uh so I think you're gonna probably keep heading on in, yeah. you know, despite how bad it is. You could just down down to low gears and drive mm-hmm. safely and and uh, stuff like that. And it just the weather's getting worse and worse and uh you know, at this point, the word blizzard is not uh, out of the out of the question. Oh no! And you just you you can't see anything at all. It's oh, just white, a white, just out. just coming down, just coming out white. And
1: you hear a thump,
2: oh, and no. the car kind
1: of shakes. Did I hit something? I hope I didn't hit anything. Oh no! Ah, uh, All right. I'm gonna bundle up real tight and look outside to see if I hit anything or if there's something underneath my tire. and Feel around on the car.
2: Okay, mm-hmm. the visibility is like nothing. You can't mm-hmm. you can't see anything. I mean, you know, hands in front of your face, the sort of sort of like that. And uh, before you know it, you actually can't even find the car, and it's just white. And we're going to fade away there. Oh no. Uh, who who would like to go next? Oh, I'm good. Okay. So uh, tell us a little bit about Achilles Cross.
3: Achilles Cross is a... He's trying to become a mystery writer, uh, but all of his... He can't come up with good mysteries to write. Um, and in his actual spare time, he's a private investigator. Right now, he's on this case involving a possible extramarital affair of a you know senator or something so he, he's tailing that person
2: you know okay from, and from you said that uh achilles lives in the in the 50s you have a, a year 1951 okay yeah so just into the 50s just into the
3: 50s Great. safely in the 50s did uh how old is achilles achilles is going to be 27 okay Yes.
2: So not involved in the in the war, but probably had a father or an uncle or something like that. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Uh, so you are literally a, a baby boomer. Yes. I'm gonna make. Never mind. Get out. Yep. GTFO. I'm done. Well, thank you for playing. <laughs> I'll turn this around. Run the board myself. I'm
4: <laughs> um, <laughs> in the <that place.
2: laughs> uh, But where where does uh, where does Achilles live? Uh, Los Angeles. Oh, Achilles lives in Los Angeles. Okay. Uh in Los Angeles proper or in the valley? Uh which, some... which is now it's starting to become a big development here. They're even gonna have a university open up next year.
3: Unlikely. There's so much so much oranges everywhere. I don't know if that's that's doable, but all right. Uh
2: yeah, probably in the valley. Okay. Great. Does uh, does Achilles drive or does Achilles take uh public transit or
3: uh, it takes the public transit,
2: the uh the the trolley that we have here in LA. Okay,
1: it's actually really good.
2: Right,
1: it's about to be really bad, but really good. Yeah.
2: Uh, in this version, the trolley actually existed in the San Fernando Valley, so let's let's roll with that. Yes. I'm fine with that. Um, great. So you do that. How how do you tell people effectively if you don't have a car?
3: Uh, a lot of times, I can you know call a cab, or if I need to, you know, walk. People don't notice people like me too often. We don't
2: raise too many attention. Gotcha. So you're you're fairly bland, you would say? Oh milk toast. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh so what is a normal day for Achilles look like? Uh
3: normal day for Achilles is I get up, um, have a beer. Um <laughs> Oh, I see. Yes. Uh stare at his keyboard, uh, his typewriter, of course. And then get up again and, you know, check for any messages that may have come in. Any work that may have fallen his way. So and does
2: does he live does he have like a apartment office type thing or is office is also an apartment?
3: Uh yeah.
2: Do you have that Murphy bed that looks like a that looks like a
3: Oh absolutely. He thought that cabinet. was like the bee's knees when it came out. <laughs> it's so cool. You can just hide it right there. Yeah. Your... He, like, he really likes that old-timey slang. if He's talking about someone being the bee's knees. Listen, it's not so old-timey for me. It's, you know, only a couple Fresh. years back. Yeah, 20.
2: 20 years back. Listen, I'm 100 years from that. Sue me. Just message your chops a little, my friend. Um... Great. So, so, is it like separated or does it, is it just sort of like one big room that, that people can see? It's one big room and he's renting this room from a widower. Okay.
3: Uh, Mrs. Fitzsimmons.
2: Mrs. Fitzsimmons. And, uh, uh, do you have like a little plaque or something saying yes. investigation, uh, investigative agency, PI? Yes. Okay. Um, if you're only a PI part time and trying to be a writer, where do you have any other source of income? Or are you just scrape and by,
3: barely scrape it by.
2: Okay. Cool. And you said right now you're on the the uh, trail of a senator who is uh, potentially having an extramarital affair. Yes. So his wife hired you, or was it the staff? Was it an opposing political party? I don't ask questions like that. I was just hired
3: to do the job and take some pictures, and that's about it.
2: Okay. All right. In Los Angeles. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see like that. Okay. Well, it is a uh, beautiful day in Los Angeles like it always is. Right. Uh, we'll all uh, attest to that, right?
1: Right. Yeah. Never snows, never rains. <laughs> no, no snow. No. Never. Ground's always stable. <laughs>
2: never too hot. You know, it's Never fantastic. like
0: five-day power outages where someone can't.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, So, uh, how how are you going about trailing the senator today? Uh, Right now, I'm camped outside of uh,
3: their office. Okay. Checking to see if they go anywhere for their lunch or if they uh, head off somewhere after work.
2: Okay. So, uh, you're downtown. You're outside of, um, I'm going to say the halls of justice. Which, by the way, I have to say, I kind of love because I grew up with Super Friends, so the Hall of Justice always makes me think of that. Even I thought, though I
0: was like, "That's that, 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 that actually what it's called." That's yeah. actually
2: what it's called here in Los Angeles. I've done
0: jury duty; I never quite caught that it was called. Yeah,
2: all it's, of it's the Hall of Justice. Which just it's the that me. Frank
0: Welker calls all the people doing jury duty.
2: <laughs> and it. it just tickles me. So you're down at the Hall of Justice, so It looks like the senator is taking some meetings with some. Uh, you know the local the mayor or some other local uh interest here. Cool. So you're you're uh probably set up across the street. Uh, I'm going to say that there's like a little cafe that you're sitting out there uh taking a look if that's okay with you sure. or do you want to be skulking in an alley or or tell tell me about it.
3: Uh I think there'll probably be a, like a diner, or a greasy spoon especially for like a place uh, for you know office workers to get some food. So I'm just nursing this nickel coffee for as long as
2: I can. Okay. I'm just hanging out there.
0: Can you, I haven't. Said, you're at the Nickel Diner, which is an
2: actual famous diner in downtown LA. Ah, right. And in in this world, it's right across the Street from the <laughs> Halls of Justice. You're right. sorry I thought... Uh, I no, 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 it's, it's okay. I were there's a trolley in San Fernando <laughs> Valley. So <Yeah>. sure. <laughs> it's it's loosely based off it's of a, our it's real a, world. It's a it's, train.
3: They got rid of it for Toontown. I mean, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> Progress for what? Toontown. <laughs>
0: yeah. There's no road past Toontown. <laughs>
2: Let Jameson <laughs> no, no 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 no! i just i always want to run a game in that set in that universe okay call me when you do yeah i me do it absolutely you know, i already right. got a character made <laughs> <laughs> what? all right we're, we're switching up now. we're switching up the whole thing
0: under the animated <laughs> rainbow
3: those rails
2: they're gone yeah uh yeah the, the guardrails we didn't need those anyway Shark. um Okay, so you you the senators because coming out of the coming out of the building, uh, doing a little bit of glad handing and and saying goodbye and mm-hmm. falling behind his uh, staffer uh, you know, carrying carrying all the the papers and, and everything like that. And the senator sort of waves the attache off uh, and gets into a uh, black sedan and looks like they are uh, going for a drive. Uh,
3: I, I look around. Is there a taxi in the area?
2: I'm going to make this the first roll of the game. All right, I'm going to botch it. Let's do this. Uh, And I am going to call this, there isn't really a luck stat, so I'm actually just going to call this spirit. Because I'm going to say there are taxis around, but it's whether or not you can get one to stop for you. Because sometimes cabbies are jerks. Yes, they are. Uh, with a 5, I succeed. Great. Uh, one other thing I wanted to talk about, I mentioned this earlier during the character creation, but I never came back to it like I said I would, because I am a bad person. Uh, one of the mechanics that Savage Worlds uses is something called a Benny, which is short for Benefit. What they are are tokens that the character can use in order to manipulate certain parts of fate. Typically, that's going to be doing something like uh, making a reroll and then you would take the better of whichever the two they are so that uh, you can, if this is a thing that you really need to succeed at, then you have another chance or multiple chances because you can spend all your bennies uh, until you're happy with that roll in order to to go ahead and do so. Bennies are also used to fuel things like some of the weird magic powers or uh, some of the other edges. I don't think anyone else has anything like that at the moment. Uh, but if Clara does, we'll talk about that uh, at that point. And the way that they work is at the beginning of the of the session, everyone gets three bennies, unless you have some sort of edge or hindrance that uh, changes that. There are some that do, uh, but for the most part, people are going to get three bennies.
1: What about the jets?
2: No, these are these are just bennies, not bennies. Oh, goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. <laughs> Now that's the good news is you all get the bennies. The not so good news is that I also get bennies. I get one for each player. So in this case that's three. And if I have wild cards, which haven't been introduced yet, but if I and my NPCs are wild cards, they also get their own bennies as well. So I can sometimes have a stack. I can use these ones on any of my characters. The ones that my NPCs who are wild cards do, only they can use them. So they it's not one big pool. Uh, so it is possible to uh, force me to run out of those. The other thing that Bennies will let you do is if there is combat, there is a condition called shaken, which is fairly common in this system. And what shaken means is that something has exceeded your toughness, but it hasn't gotten a raise. And shaken means that you are, uh, that like it was a near miss, it was a graze, you're stunned for a moment. There's all sorts of narrative reasons of of what that can be. Um, and it is a condition that causes you not to be able to do anything on your turn. Now you can spend a Benny to automatically remove the shaken condition if you wish, but on your turn you do get a free vigor roll in order to be able to see if you can throw off the effect of being shaken. So I always recommend make that vigor roll first, then if you don't like it, you can just spend a Benny to become unshaken. And the reason why you want to do that is if you are shaken and you take another shake result, it upgrades to a wound. Oops. So there are reasons why you want to do that. Bennies can also be used to do what's called soaking a wound. So if you take damage and you're facing one or more wounds, you can give me a Benny and then automatically roll a Vigor Check to see if those don't in fact happen, that you throw off the effect before it actually does any damage to you. So. Uh, Having done that, I've now caught up and given everybody bennies and explained how they work for me. And if there are other uh, ways in which they're used, we'll cover them when they come up. But you are able to uh, find a cab. And he goes, "Uh, where to, Mac? Uh, Follow that car. Really?
3: Yeah. You know, you've always wanted to be in something like this.
2: Okay. Yeah, I have always wanted to have someone get in and say, follow that car.
0: Why you become a cabbie?
2: Yeah. Uh, flips on the meter and starts going after that car. Okay, good. (laughs) That'll be fun. Mm -hmm. Uh, so you're, you're, you're following the, uh, you got the cabbie following the, um, Senator. Um, I'm going to ask you to roll for the cabbie and I'm going to roll for the Senator's driver here. We're going to see if they notice you.
3: Okay. Uh, what am I rolling? A D6? Uh,
2: what is your... Let's see. This cabbie probably has a D6 and drive. Okay. Uh, is it just the D6? Or is they not wild cards. They're not a wild card. Okay. Um, you know what? I'll upgrade it to a D8 because they're, they're professional. They've done this for a while. They are cabbies, which means they probably drive recklessly and have a little bit of uh, skill there. And they know the streets. Yeah, and they know the streets. You got a two. Ah. Guy, I just moved here. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Thomas Guide hasn't been invented yet, I don't think, mm-hmm. so... <laughs> He's re- relying like, on Abby's gas. Like, where did he
0: go? Where, where, did, where did his place go?
2: <laughs> He's uh, relying off of gas station maps uh, on here. It's like Eastern European um, guy. <laughs> like... Would you like to spend a Benny on behalf of the... Yeah, uh- I'll, I'll do okay. that and I'll re-roll. Okay. Eh. Six. That explodes, so roll again. Wait, I rolled a d8. Oh, a D eight. Never mind. I'm sorry. I forgot that I changed him to being a little bit better. I appreciate. Uh, in any case, that is a success, and it, this this is what's called an opposed roll, uh, so that um, the number wasn't strictly a target four. The number just had to be better than my number. Uh, I've given away that that was a success, but normally I would say something like, "Are you happy with that, or do you want to reroll?" But mm-hmm. since it is a success, I will go ahead and tell you, you beat the you beat the uh, the role of the chauffeur, so you're able to your cabbie is able to go ahead and um, follow the driver without any pro- without being suspicious about it. Great. The car winds through. Uh, it actually is heading up towards uh, towards one of the canyons. Let's call it uh, Topanga Canyon. Sure. Uh, into uh, what you know is kind of a ritzy area on there. Uh, movie stars tend to to do their big producer players, other people who are big shots in their scenes, pulls up to a uh, to a gate and uh, gets out of the car and uh, goes ahead and opens up the gate and starts to drive through it. Now, the cabbie's starting to get a little bit conspicuous here. Uh, so do you want to stay in the car or do maybe you want to hop out and follow on foot Or Hop out? out and
3: follow on foot.
2: Great. All right. Give me a common knowledge roll.
3: Okay, my common knowledge is a d8, so I'll do that in a wild die.
2: Uh okay. seven success. Okay, on a seven you you recognize that this is a uh this house belongs to a movie star. You're not exactly sure who, but it's definitely a starlet of some of uh some some name. Name kind of is escaping you at the moment though, yeah. so you you're not sure. But in any case, you see the black sedan drive on in. The chauffeur closes the gate. It is a gate that you can see through, so more like an iron fence all around it rather than like a, a solid gate like that. Okay. You see the uh, sedan pull in. You see the uh, senator get out, and the chauffeur stay in the car. And um, the senator goes ahead and goes into the into the apartment. I'm sorry, into the the uh, home.
3: Uh, what kind of walls are they? Are they like shrubbery walls or are they like brick or wood?
2: No, it's like shrubbery around most of it. The, the front gate, is, there's probably metal gating all the way around, but there's shrubbery in front of it except for the, the gate area uh, for the metal fencing. So other than this sort of strip that you can see in from the other side, then you are, you're not going to have a lot of visibility.
0: Okay. Pardon my quick interruption. Thank you to Johanan for the raid. Oh so hey, thank it. you very thank much. You. It looks like a first time raider too, which is nice. Uh
2: so what would you like to do? I'd like to scale the fence. Okay. Uh through the through the bushes. Okay. Um great. Uh give me an athletics check. That's a D four, but I also have a D six. Yep.
3: And that explodes. Uh I got a ten total.
2: Oh, are you adding those together or? I got a six and then a four. Fantastic. I just wanted to make sure in this game, you do not add the dice together. You just take whichever one is the best of your uh, of, of your various rolls. Right, the d6 exploded. Yep. Into a four. Oh, one other thing uh, I forgot to tell you. If you roll double ones on anything, please let me know because that is a catastrophic failure. Aww. So it is possible to have a really bad uh, situation. I may also ask you for certain skills or for certain things, tracking purposes, if you roll a one on your trait die, but not the wild die, uh, that can also have various effects. But in general, whenever you roll two ones, let me know because something bad's about to happen. Uh, You're able to get through there a little bit of of scratches from pushing through the hedge. You've got some uh, stuff that's uh, kind of hanging up on you, but you're inside uh, the area. Uh, you're inside the the perimeter of the of the home
3: cool all right I want to start moving towards the house to see if I can get eyes on the center without getting too close to the building okay give me a stealth roll oh, shucks. Uh, okay should be all right with that D fours I don't like the triangle design
2: uh six again that's why you should buy triple fours from double six dice. I'm not getting paid for this. I just legitimately think this is one of the best products out there. They are 12-sided dice that are either uh, two two sets of six or three sets of four. And because they're D12s, they roll so much better and they're much, much nicer. Great. That's the advantage of being uh, Patreon-fed, is that uh, we're not beholden to anyone, and I can just say, talk about things that I really legitimately like, and don't have to be a shill for something that I just think is eh. Anyway, sorry about that uh, sideline, <laughs> but how'd you do? Uh, I got a six, which exploded into a five. Okay, so 11? 11. Fantastic. Okay. So that's a success and a raise. Uh, you are you are a ghost as, as you go through here. Um, you know that the chauffeur can't see you from uh, from the positioning of the, the bushes, and you're able to get close enough to the house that you can kind of make your way through towards the back and see one of the big picture windows, which gives you a really great uh, look into uh, the living room, uh, where you do see the senator, and you also see a blonde starlet. Ooh, are they canoodling or just talking? Uh appear to just be talking right now, but the sender has uh, loosened his tie. Mm. Ooh, oh, my. Obvious sign of
3: <laughs> things are... I Overtures. Mm-hmm. I want to ready my camera and then just watch them for this time being.
2: Okay. Uh, you watch them for a while, and you do see that it starts to change into a uh, little tête-à-tête rather than a discussion. Uh, I assume you're going to want to flash some pics? Yes. Okay. As your camera goes off with that uh, big flash bulb, uh on there, you do hear someone go, hey, hey, who are you? And it looks like the chauffeur has uh, caught, on to, uh, caught on to your act here. Time to cheese it. Does that so, time relevant? Cheese it? Sure. <laughs> I think that expresses the bee's knees. So. Right. Uh have so, to look up yeah. some more 1950s phrases. I know, I know. I'll grab it. <laughs> look uh, on your
1: phraseology.
2: Catch me outside. Oh no, they might. <laughs> 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 uh, the chauffeur is a is a big guy, crew cut, looks like probably ex military. Oh, and he is running towards you uh, really quick. All right. Uh, so what we're actually oh shit. Well, hey everyone. I'm going to interrupt the action here for just a moment to uh, reveal something about this game that I had uh, actually screwed up on here. I think actually I have a a way to salvage this, but Savage Worlds uses a, not unique, but a very interesting mechanic in order to do initiative and also to do some things that are, yes, I still have uh, my con bag on here. I ran Savage Worlds at the last con. It uses a deck of cards in order to do initiative, but also to do some other mechanics like when there is a group task, a dramatic task, or if you're using them to do something like run a chase scene, they use a uh, deck of cards with both jokers included. So it's a deck of 54 on here. And so what I'm going to do is we're just going to do a quick chase for a moment. And I haven't refreshed myself on the chase rules, so I'm probably going to get this wrong. But since this is uh, my stream and my game, we're just going to roll with it. And if you want to correct me in the, uh, if you want to correct me in our Discord, uh, that would be great. Uh, so you should go ahead and join the Happy Jacks Discord, which I believe there's a link from HappyJacks.org. Uh, I'm not going to pay attention if you tell me in chat. I mean, I'll read it, but I'm not going to uh, let that influence me. So caveat emptor hmm okay so uh, on this quick chase what we're going to do is i'm going to be giving you a uh, i'm going to be giving you a card which is going to be the initiative that, that you act on i'm going to be giving myself a card and now i know i'm going off book but then i'm also going to have you when you take an action draw a card now we'll just use the same one because i think that's actually correct the only thing you need to worry about, other than being faster than the chauffeur, is whether a club comes up. If a club comes up, there is some sort of complication that's going to happen to you. Now, I have gone ahead and shuffled these. I do not know what they are. I am not a card sharp, uh, to the best of my knowledge. Uh, so, on this action, you're going to go on a five of spades. I am going on a seven of clubs. Fortunately, I'm a mute. <laughs> But I probably will anyway.
3: Wait, what?
2: I know, I know. It's part of being the great and powerful. (laughs) Oh. Nick, the great and powerful. But I actually probably will do so on this because I think that it is interesting uh, for this story. One other thing about the deck of cards, you may be telling yourself that there are multiples of each number, which means, oh no, how do we decide who goes first? The suit of the cards also matters. If the same number comes up, You do it in uh, reversed alphabetical order. So it goes spades, hearts, diamonds, clubs. And that's the order that you use for all of these things. In any case, the seven of clubs is going to go before the five of spades. Spades. So the chauffeur is running towards you, um, but it looks like the uh, little yappy dog that had been previously quiet and and, uh, sitting on the steps for once, because we know little yappy dogs never in fact do that has run out and the chauffeur has tripped over the little gappy dog. So you're going to get a little bit of extra space.
4: Cool.
2: Now, you can just go ahead and move, if you like, for free. Or you can do an action, but that's going to mean that you're also going to need to uh, make an attempt uh, to run as well. If you try to do something while you're running, you do take a penalty to do so. I'm just booking it until I can get to the fence and try and get over. That's that's fantastic. Okay, that's, that's free. So we're just doing a really short one. So you're able to uh, get to the fence and start climbing up the fence. It's a little harder on this side because it is not bushes. It is, uh, as I said, metal metal slats on here. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a little more difficult. I'm going to need you to give me another athletics check.
3: So what I didn't do earlier, I forgot that I had taken clumsy as my
2: hindrance. Ah. Which would
3: have put a negative two. Both still would have been a success, but yes.
2: Well, let's do that for this one. Thank yes. you for being honest. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, uh, I'm going to reward you for that honesty, but I'm going to penalize you because you didn't do it. No. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I over here
3: that okay. I spent earlier. Excellent.
2: All right. Uh, There's no limit to the number of bennies that you can have. They're not like resources in other games, so go ahead and hold on to them. At the end of the session, excuse me, at the end of the session, let me know if you have more than three, because your count at the next game will include that three. You you can't just sit on your three and get six the next game, nine the game after that, and never spend them. But you will always automatically get three at the beginning of any game, but any extras you have, you get to keep those. What do you get if you rolled a zero? Something bad. Well, the, I got just, a two and then
3: negative two for being right. clumsy. it just it
2: just means that you fail.
3: Okay, then I failed.
2: Okay, so you're trying to get purchase up on this uh, up on this uh, fence fencing, and you just can't quite. Um, but you're able to sort of like through sheer adrenaline, you are able to whip up to the top as you see this uh, ex military crew cut chauffeur just bearing right down on you. Um, with uh, just murder in his eyes on there. And he's been shouting, you know, hey, you, get back here. You can see out of the corner of your eye that the senator has uh, flipped out and they're no longer uh, holding each other or anything like that. Uh, And as you climb up to the top, you actually fall into the bush. No, no. You are trapped inside. Well, trapped is perhaps too big a word. Inconvenienced. Inconvenienced. And you're going to take a level of fatigue which represents bumps and bruises until you have a chance to rest. Uh, you, don't, you don't have any particular requirement for this. For example, if you were fatigued because you were thirsty, you wouldn't be able to regain that fatigue until you had water. This is just sort of like he got scratched up, he's a little bit uh, confused and confuzzled and uh, doesn't quite know exactly what's going on. And then you feel the ground start to move and warp under you. As uh, an earthquake hits,
3: not another one.
2: And uh, as it as it starts to as it does in the in the canyons, you can see that the ground underneath where you are is starting to cleft, and oh. that you are going to start falling down there. Hold onto the bushes best I can as I fall. In. Okay. Uh, give me one more athletics check.
3: <laughs> oh, that explodes with a four. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm, total's gonna be
2: a six, minus two is four. Okay. Uh, four is a success. I can speak. I've been speaking a lot. Success. You're able to hold to the bush for, uh, deer life as the ground opens up, uh, in front of you. Not just, not just cleaving off and falling, but actually creating this big, uh, chasm in there. Uh, You can hear some shouting coming from inside the uh, compound. And uh, the earthquake keeps going. This is actually a pretty big one, uh, which, to my knowledge, didn't happen in 1951. But in this world, hey, here we are. Uh, Took out the trolley station, man. (laughs) And that's why there are no trolleys in the valley. They actually pushed the Nickel Niner all the way (laughs) to a different part of the (laughs) township. Exactly. Perfect. Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah, I'm going to... Well, they're coming at me, and this thing's shaking. How much
2: does uh, Achilles weigh? Oh, boy. Uh, Buck 20 soaking wet. Okay. Unfortunately, that is enough, and the bush starts to rip up out of the ground. Oh, no. Ah! And you fall down into this uh, chasm, and we fade out.
0: You hear a Wilhelm scream?
2: Yeah. Of course, ever.
0: yeah. You are is is Wilhelm. actually
3: Wilhelm. That's why I changed my name to Achilles Cross. You think anyone's you know. name of that? Achilles
2: Wilhelm Cross. <laughs> yes.
4: <laughs>
2: he used his middle name for uh, for his stage name. Uh, so, Riley, let's talk about Dina.
0: What can I do for you, darling?
2: Well, uh, give me a little bit of information about Dina. Let's say, first of all, where does she live?
0: Well, I've traveled around quite a bit. In My days. Um, these days, I hang my hat in Columbus, Ohio. Right? I don't know what this accent that I'm doing is, and it's not gonna. Be, it's gonna be all over the map. But I know. I love I've, it. I love what, wherever you're going. I've been all over the map myself, so it's pick up a thing or two here and there. So
2: fantastic. And uh, as I understand it, you own a uh, club. What do you a cop? <laughs> No, no, no. I'm just.
0: i wondering why you're asking so many questions.
2: Well, uh, I'm doing a. I'm doing an expose on. Uh, on. P- I'll, I won't use your name, of course, but uh, I'm doing an expose on local business owners.
0: Sure. Yeah, I'm a local business owner. Oh, fantastic!
2: I run a reputable establishment. Oh, what's it called? Commodore Club. Oh, I, I haven't heard about the Commodore Club before. What do you uh, specialize in? Is it a jazz club? He's Shit. legit. All right. I checked him out earlier. Thank you. We provide
0: entertainment for people looking for certain tastes to be covered. And we occasionally provide a beverage for a thirsty patron or two.
2: Oh, are we talking a beverage or a beverage?
0: Yeah. It's just this guy's square. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Square. Yeah. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> On legit. the square. Yeah. On the square. Yeah, a little bit of both, actually. If you want, if you want a yeah. glass of water, we're not going to not serve it to you, but we're occasionally going to offer you a. Let's just say something that Mr. Volstead wouldn't be such a fan
2: of. Uh so I understand that sometimes runs you afoul with uh, the local law. Is that right?
0: Yeah, that's why I'm a little bit tense about these questions.
2: I'm you sure, of, of course talking. I understand. Sure. Uh, here, here, here's here's my press badge. You can see, um, you know, here, here's my name.
0: Right, you, no, you understand I'm why com- I'm not so comfortable with this being in the paper.
2: I'm not going to okay. use any names. Fair not going to um, use any
0: names yeah we call ourselves the commodore club we're named after commodore perry famous for war of 1812 i believe i think that's that's right um sounds good to me but uh we occasionally get a couple of beverages brought in over the course of the great lake erie from canada so i you know named it for the man who held Canada held lake erie for us
2: huh. Wonderful. Uh, that that sounds really good. Do you mind if I accompany you to the Commodore Club, or sure. did, were you uh, on some other errands? Well, yeah, we can go to the Commodore Club. That's fine. Okay. Uh, describe the Commodore Club for me.
0: It's a it's a little bit underground. It's a it's in the it's an area of town that I don't know if it was called it was back in that time period, but it was called the Short North. It's okay. a it's a small area of town. that's known for. Some trendier bars and establishments. We're a little bit more underground, so we don't have signs
1: for. It. I don't. This is, this voice is all over the map. I, know, uh, I love. I love. I love. Like that, you're like in discovery. Though I'm yeah, here for it. Yeah, it's fun. I did the same um, thing. We have all. You know, we don't. We
0: don't. We don't necessarily advertise our location, but we got some signs. But we're kind of a little bit south of the Ohio State campus, which is still kind of on the up and up, created by the Neil family. And uh, yeah, we're a little bit north of the German Village, where a lot of we do get a, occasional bits of beer brought in from there. There's a brewery district not far from here. It has not felt good times lately, but we've been trying to help some of those owners make a little bit of
2: Benjamins here and there. Sure, of course. Uh, it's it's uh, good to see local business supporting local business. Indeed. That's what I always say. Uh, what does a normal day for Dina look like?
0: normal day? Well, I tend to not get up in the daytime too much in my life, but I uh, wake up sometime around noon one o'clock afternoon look for any word if we've gotten a new shipment in once in a while when something is vital enough i might actually go get it myself um but yeah we uh like to find what we need we occasionally go up to the lake grab it for ourselves bring it back down uh on a typical day though uh i typically am uh She's like really sounded like a like a like a black exploitation character <laughs> Oh well, I didn't think that. Accent, That's really yeah. funny. I didn't mean to, but I feel like I'm, I'm I'm about to like be shaken down by Starsky and Hutch. Oh my <laughs> god. Like,
1: yeah. I thought you were doing like to. a like a bootleg May That's West. what I was doing. Yeah, yeah. And then
0: I, I like slipped. I like this accent's not going the way I want it to. Um Yeah, there's um It's fine. Now I'm afraid I'm gonna do it and be offensive. Um I didn't go there yet, so thank you. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'll listen. I don't know. Yeah. I, I got uh, nothing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think there's there's a lot of um, you know odds and ends have to be taken care of. We got to make sure we bribe the right officers. We got to make sure we pay off the right people at city council to leave us alone. Things are getting a little bit tougher these days because there's talk that they're gonna they're gonna pass an amendment that gets rid of the Volstead Act. I sure what's gonna happen after that.
2: Uh, Obviously, it's going to cut into some profits, but uh, do you think you'll be able to transition into an establishment that people can legally get a drink?
0: No, darling, because there's a lot of things that happen here that are not legal, even with
2: alcohol. I see. I see. So it's still on the down low. There's no big sign that says Commodore Club. You just kind of got to know someone.
0: Yeah. You got to be a friend of dorothy if you know what i mean i don't know that term was around this time but in this world it is
2: it is (laughs) so
0: you know lately a couple last last decade or so we've allowed some people in who don't fall into that line of thought but i have a feeling that once they're allowed to drink elsewhere again they might not be so fond of us anymore they've already been a little bit tight lately gotten a couple of raids here and there some somehow the bribes are getting a little more expensive and the Payoffs are not quite as effective as they used
2: to be. Sure, times are times are tough. Um, what uh, what what year is it for you? Nineteen thirty-three. Thirty-three. Okay. Uh, do, 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 do. So you're talking to your. Uh, Second-in-command, you're the lieutenant, well, office manager? Well,
0: unfortunately, I'm, I'm running the thing myself these days because my, my partner in crime, literally, Chris, she's been detained by Johnny Law. Mm. Which is part of why things are a little bit shady
2: these days. I can see that. Uh, do you have plans for bail?
0: Uh,
2: or, we're working or, on it. Okay. Do you mind if I ask what uh, Chris was picked up for?
0: Bootlegging, offering solicitation of alcohol. Basically, we, we had a raid one night. I wasn't on the premises at the time,
2: but she was, and I couldn't protect her. But it sounds like she's protecting you. You know, a common common tactic from the from the cops or the feds would be to try and flip someone they caught uh, into something else. But Chris it would like never. That she's there, just, no, I'm very loyal. Uh, yeah. Well, I wouldn't speak on her either. That's good to know. That's good to know. Trust is very important, especially uh, in these times and places. Anyway, if it's a regular night of the week, I'm probably,
0: I'm probably backstage. To be honest with you, darling. I'm probably putting on, putting on my fishnets, getting ready to do a little dance. See, I used to be a, used to be on on vaudeville. They don't tend to let. What's the word? born women perform a lot of times in theater back when I was younger so I did a lot of a lot of shows they like to let gentlemen perform as as ladies for a lot of shows you know even even as early as his day and age but so I got I made a living for a while doing that and I'm, I'm before Bolstead but uh I got a reputation for being a little too into the Fashion when I wasn't on stage. After a while, a lot of theater owners start to not want you on their main stage anymore when you get a reputation of being salacious. So
2: I had to go underground. Oh, it's a good thing you were able to uh, find a find a place like this that uh, and uh, become the uh, proprietor. Yeah, sometimes sometimes weird laws end up being a benefit for people who
0: are already on the wrong side of the law. Those of us who know where to hide
2: are good at hiding other
0: people.
2: Sounds like you have a lot of experience with uh, creating secret and safe areas. Is that fair to say?
0: Yeah. I got people I care about. I want to make sure they're as safe as I am. I know how hard it was when I was younger and no one was there to look out for me. So I don't want these kids, these young people to have the same problems I did.
2: Well, that's a very noble endeavor. Uh, Speaking out of that character now. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Taking a step back. Yeah. Um... So,
0: it's, you figure out the voice out. Let's stop talking in here. <laughs> no, I just did a lot of that just happened in improv, by no. way. I did I not know had that background workshop. for her. And I just like, oh, really no, that's mind,
2: one of the reasons yeah. why I like to do these for, for sessions, especially since really, in this game, because of the way the setup is, there isn't a chance for players to have connections the way I yeah. would normally. Uh, My notes right here partner
0: Chris the Commodore Club that's all I've got and like I thought I did think of Commodore Club I didn't I didn't realize it was gonna be Columbus Ohio until we were sitting here that's where I'm from originally so I, I knew the layout of the city a little bit more sure but and the Perrys Monument because I was a kid I used got
2: to put in bay and go to the monument so that made sense in my head so, neat yeah No, I like it I like pulling mm-hmm. pulling stuff like that and I like doing these for sessions like this where we can just kind of talk, and great. You, you get a chance to uh, explore who your character is through through some of these questions. Yeah, I vaguely had the
0: idea that my my, my character's wife was in jail, or partner was in jail for, for, like, had been picked up in a raid. Okay. And I think that just, like, popped in my head. Yeah.
2: Gotcha. So, you received news that there is a shipment of Canadian whiskey uh, that is available for pickup, and it is being offered to you at a sweetheart deal, and you would be Hard pressed to find it anywhere else uh, at at this price. Uh, the problem is is that it is it is across the border, and you're going to need to make your way uh, that way. Mm-hmm. Does uh, Dina have a car?
0: Yeah, I think she does. I don't I don't know enough about the cars of the time period. Um, I don't think she would have a car. Yeah, I think she probably has. They probably have a truck they use for the bootlegging. So I imagine there's something because like, yeah, there was a lot of back then, a lot of people like that would, you know, speed down country roads with bootlegs and moonshine and stuff like that. So Yeah, yeah.
2: And a truck makes sense also because of uh, being theater. Sometimes you might be moving scenery or moving props or stuff like that. So yeah. I think that's... I think we travel mostly by train back in my day. But yeah, I think okay. there's...
0: Yeah. The, the idea that I had for her is that she used to be a female impersonator in vaudeville because she was known to continue dressing as a woman off stage. Eventually, they thought that was too... Salacious for them and they like stopped booking her for things. Like okay. they I feel like back then if you were known as a deviant, you probably weren't super popular. Like I think that was part of it. So I, I yeah, the idea is that like she probably doesn't travel as much as she used to. Mm-hmm. She probably now like this is my one location, and now I'm like getting my glory days out as much as I can on this one stage.
2: Great. I yeah. think that I think that's that's fantastic. So uh you have an opportunity to pick up a bunch of uh cheap whiskey. You have been assured that it is hundred percent safe and that this isn't it isn't like what's what's run by the the Molson brothers mm-hmm. with that garbage that they're putting into people's uh, into people's body. This is 100% pure. This is this is some good stuff. Right. But we've been cracking down a little bit over here and uh, if you could help take us off, take it off our hands, I can give you a real sweetheart deal.
0: Yeah, I'm into that. Yeah, it's actually really interesting I found out looking it up that apparently Columbus didn't have a major mob presence and apparently Capone had wanted to try to move into Columbus, but a local mobster had convinced him that it wasn't worth his while like he like kind of until <laughs> so, like he, like they didn't come in and so Columbus was able to stay relatively independent. There's still about a thousand speakeasies in the city at the time but there wasn't a major mob presence from Me. outside the city which is cool. So cool. No, I think, I like I think that. that appeals to why maybe she settled down in this particular town because she could be a little more independent and I think that if there's a good deal coming with a lot of booze I think in her mind it's like oh that's possibly money that could help get Chris out of jail so.
2: Absolutely. So, uh, how do you want to try and get? Uh, I guess across the lake. I'm not totally familiar with uh, yeah.
0: Columbus. Yeah. I think. Well, I think probably what it is 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 uh, so the the lake is way north. It's about it's in modern day. It's like two and a half hour drive. North. Okay. So I think she probably would have to like make her way up to the border to the to the, the lake. Like it's a, it's a it's a journey. It's not just like popping out for the night. Um. So I think she would she would have made the journey up there, and yeah, I don't know what the plane situation would have been at this point. Like if there's like biplanes or
2: Well, I was going to ask whether whether you thought that uh so you're driving north to find the airfield of your of your friend who yeah. uh who will uh let you use the plane for uh little bottles of compensation.
0: Yeah, so in real life there is like an island that is called Putin Bay. It's on American soil, but it, I mean or American waterfront, I guess. Mm-hmm. And there, there's like a couple of islands across the lake that are like there's Canadian ones and then there's American side ones, stuff like that. And I think I think I'm my, my, my feeling is that like Putin Bay is a town on on Middle Bass Island and there's like a bunch of little caves on the island. Like it's, it's places where like Perry's people hunt like hit out during the war, and there's also a cave that's like a geo that's full of crystals. And so I imagine like that sounds like a great place for bootleggers to be hiding liquor. So I think if like a shipment came in through Canada, maybe like somebody might have brought it down from another from a Canadian island to this island, hid the liquor, and then somebody else would go from America to go pick up the liquor, and that way no one's like on the on the hock for too many things at one time. Like no one's trying to move it across and then move it across borders. Right, right. So it's almost like a daisy chain of bootlegging happening.
2: I like it. I Canada's think that's supply. a great. I think that's a great plan. And if that didn't happen in real life, uh, they should have. So any time travelers I if, almost if guarantee there was bootlegging happening across
0: <laughs> Canadian waters, especially because if you get oh, into of course. like I, if you get into Michigan, like Windsor's right there on the other side of the border from Detroit. Yeah. So there's no yeah. way there wasn't boots coming. Across
2: no, no, oh no. I, I, I no, I a hundred percent know that, the, that that was going on. But yeah. I meant like using the islands that way. I so. bet you
0: there was. I would be shocked if there wasn't. Yeah.
2: Okay. So you, you got some information about uh which island you can go and get out to. Yeah. Uh what's what's uh what's your plan? What time of year
0: is it? Have to be fairly early because I'm trying to think of when when the 19th Amendment was passed, because it would have to be before that. Okay. Um, which was October. So there's oh actually, no, that, that's when the Volta Act was packed. Um let's just for the sake of it, let's just say it's early in the year. It's winter time. It's February. Okay. Yeah, it's February. Why wow. not? Okay. It's, it's March 2nd. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? Great it? Um I think that it's still pretty cold out. I don't think it, the lake's frozen over right now. I think we have like a winter storm. So I think there's probably. One of those planes that has like the a seaplane basically. Okay. I hope that existed in 1933. It does here. Feels like it did. Um, and I think we would probably take the seaplane from I would say, like Port Clinton or Marblehead, Ohio, up to the lake, up to the island, and
2: okay. Yeah. So, uh, are you flying or is uh is uh?
0: I think I'm flying. Okay. I think that this is an important enough thing that I don't trust somebody. I think there's like a lot, a lot. A lot Riding on it, hopefully, or it's a it's too good. Of, I think maybe it's dangerous enough that I don't want somebody else to be in the line of fire. That that sounds more more likely for me.
2: Yeah. Okay, fantastic. I uh, I like that idea. Um, do we have a name for the friend who's loaning you the plane? Yes, it is. That's what I was trying to think up a minute ago, but then I froze. So
0: yeah,
2: I'm throwing it to the two player. Yeah, um, <laughs> it is Frankie. Frankie. Okay.
0: That's who only knows because it's Frank album. That's fine. It is anyway.
2: That's fine. Yeah. Don't worry about it. It's, it's, it's
0: Stevie for Steven Schwartz who wrote "Wicked." <laughs> oh, Schwartz. Yeah. Go. Oh, Schwartzy. Schwartzy. We'll call him Schwartzy. Schwartzy is the one who gave us the the, the off. Stevie Schwartz, also known as Schwartzy.
2: Yeah. Cool. Um. So Stevie says, "So uh, this is another one of your um, special runs." Yeah, it's a. Uh, Two bottle job. All right, all right, I can do that. I, I don't know nothing. Uh, uh, I think I'll be uh going into town for a little while, and I hope uh, nothing happens with my plane. And Stevie drops the keys on the ground, yeah. and uh wanders off uh to uh to go take care of other business. Yeah. So you're able to uh pick up the keys, get into the plane. Uh, it's uh, parked off a pier. Okay. So yeah, as has a seaplane, Yeah. and uh, everything looks to be in good order. Um, let's just have uh, let's have you make a piloting check just okay. to uh, go through the whole checklist, make sure everything is is as good as it looks. Okay. So I just roll the one, or do I roll uh, you? And am, you I, am I wild? and your wild die? Okay. Well, uh,
0: I rolled. A four on one, so I get to
2: roll that again, okay. but I rolled a one on the other one, so I don't think it okay. matters anything. No, on the wild die, it doesn't matter. Okay.
0: I rolled a four plus a two, so I have a six total.
2: Great. So that's a success. Okay. You're able to go through the uh, go through the plane, make sure that everything is in tip-top gear. You go all the way through the checklist. Everything looks great. Stevie's been doing a great job keeping this, uh, keeping this plane uh, in ship shape or, or in plane shape. Uh, so you're able to uh, go ahead and start your, your pre-flight check and uh, go ahead and take off. Okay. Uh, everything seems to be pretty pretty nice. It's actually a, a beautiful day. There aren't too many clouds in the sky. Uh, the weather, the uh, temperature is, is pretty good and actually it's been nice because it's been a break after a couple of storms have rolled through uh, in the area. Uh, and you're able to go ahead and navigate to uh, to the island. Uh, it's not Puddin Island because that's where the city is, right? So it's just one of these sort of unnamed atolls.
0: Um, yeah, it might I might be I don't know how built up those islands were back then. Like if put in bay is the name of the city, but there also is I know on the other side of the island is like a marina. So maybe on the other side of the island, instead of that, instead of being where the city is on the other. It's there's not a ton of little islands here at this point, but Okay. Because yeah. it's you know, it's a great lake, it's not the ocean. So Great. Uh Lake. Yeah. Uh Middle Bass Island.
2: Yeah. yeah. So it's a great you- lake. Not just a good one. If you get a chance, it's a great Great. lake.
1: Mm -hmm. Great lake.
2: Uh, You're able to plot a course that kind of takes you out and around because you don't want to just fly over the town that's going to get people to to be looking and figure out what's going on. So the
0: town's on the north side of the island. So this is like on the south. So I think I actually would come to the south side. Oh, okay. Land the
2: marina. Straight. Okay. Straight in uh, to the marina. Uh, Flying low then to make sure that no one is going to be uh, clocking by this light's yeah. coming out in the middle of nowhere and that hasn't been announced or anything like that. Yeah.
0: The nice thing is, I mean, for like this time of year, I think a lot of people do fly back and forth because it's hard to get boats to the ice and the water sometimes. So
2: Right. Even though it's not frozen over, you still got those big chunks you got to navigate and all that sort yeah. of stuff. Perfect. Perfect sense. I like this. Uh, so everything looks good and you, uh, you land the plane, uh, you have the instructions of where everything is and where you're supposed to leave the money. How are you carrying the money?
0: I think I probably have, like, because I'm already wearing garments that might, like, help, like, enhance my figure and stuff like that. I think I probably have, like, little pockets that I'm hiding the money in. Okay. So almost, almost like a money bag that like, goes around. Like, sure, my, sure, sure, sure. Actually, like almost, like, almost like a corset that has, like, money. <laughs> <You> got amazing. <laughs> almost the money. Like, it's probably not, I mean, that seems, like, silly, but since it's a game, whatever, it's, like, yeah, it's, like, constricting and, like, yeah. Or actually you know what actually what makes more sense I probably a big hoop skirt and yeah, like yeah. under the skirt there's probably like a bunch of like I can probably pull up and I have like yeah like bags that are hanging down
2: cool yeah bags are like I was imagining kind of like a garter yeah. situation that all the way around yeah uh, cool I like that okay so it's it's a little bit clumsy than uh, than normal because you're 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 walking with uh, hundreds yeah. of dollars strapped to your legs yeah. uh, in various uh, ways. Uh, but you're able to go ahead and find out... do I've always got hundreds of dollars on my legs.
0: <laughs> what I have All is right. worthless. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Thank you. I love that. Uh, um, by the way, I just want to say one other thing about the bennies is a lot of times I'm going to be too busy running the game uh, to be paying attention to what's going on or to necessarily react like that if I can. So what I like to do is I like to place two table bennies out here that either that any of you can nominate someone else for if you think that they did something really cool and I didn't recognize it. Uh, Just because I want to make sure that they flow and that you aren't afraid to use that resource because sometimes this game can get bogged down if everyone's like, I'm just saving them from when I take wounds. I want you to be able to like, no, I don't like that. I'm going to reroll. I'm going to reroll. And if I don't pay attention, I want to make sure somebody is. On there. So um, you're
0: saying in this game we can award friends with Bennies? Yes.
2: Okay. <laughs> that fits. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll just take care of that. But I will try and uh hit people up when I when something I'll be honest, if you make me laugh, I'm probably gonna give you a Benny, but yes. I'm also gonna try and do things if you uh if you stay true to a hindrance and it makes your life more difficult. Absolutely, I want to give you one for that, because you're helping to create the, the drama and, and the fun of the game. Uh, so, you're uh, you're marching towards the cave, where, where everything has been set uh, for you. Uh, would you make a notice check for me, please? Sure. And I actually get a plus two to my notice, because I'm alert. Oh, this,
0: very good. Eight, I like edge. that. So, my notice is a D8. Okay, so... That's a seven for the no- yeah. So five plus two seven. For my notice.
2: Okay. Uh, seven is a success, um, but not a raise. Yeah. My case. wild
0: cards. Uh, my wild dice was a five. So okay. So I guess that's two. That's sorry, I'm not
2: used to how the rules work. Oh, so so, so you're only going to use one die, whichever one is okay. higher. Which is, is higher going which to? So my highest
0: they're both they're both five, so they're both seven either way. So
2: okay. Right, because mm-hmm. the plus two, fantastic. Okay, so seven is a success, but not a raise. Okay uh something is wrong and you actually notice that there are uh, more footprints here than there should be okay as as you're approaching the the cave
0: okay i know that we haven't built gear yet but i did give myself shooting and i think she would definitely have a gun if she's coming into absolutely a, a the deal. reason
2: i didn't do gear is because yeah. is because i wanted to have what what you have from the inciting event but I think it's perfectly reasonable yeah. for you to have, to have a gun at that yeah. point. Yeah. So whatever is like a pretty common like
0: gun of this era. I okay. Have. We're just going to say a 38. 38 38's great. It sounds special.
2: Great. Ah, uh, so you you've got a hold of your gun.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. Especially, I think that
2: if there is suspicion, I'm definitely ready to. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you want to keep approaching the cave, and if so, do you want to do so quietly or do you want to be overt about it? How How do you want to proceed?
0: I definitely want to be quiet, and I think instead of just approaching the cave directly, I think I'm going to, um, kind of circle around the long way and okay. see if like I can notice like if I hear any sounds or if I see footprints around the cave or like, like you know, indication indication that somebody aside from like just one person bringing in booze would be.
2: Okay. Uh, give me a self check, please. Okay.
0: Okay.
2: Yeah, it's uh a, it's a I another one's test because they're both twos. Okay. Um you're walking around uh th- through the brush and uh trying to trying to get an eye on the cave and see exactly what's going on. Um your skirt being a little bit larger is getting caught a little bit on the on the bushes, uh and the the various foliage. Um and you you think you're okay? Uh, You don't see anything else that seems weird uh, but uh, you're able to go ahead and circle around and get over to where the uh, cave is and actually I should roll a die for that, okay. Um, You're able to go ahead and get around, you can get eyes on it. You do see someone, what you see is uh, because of the way that the shade is, the shadow is, you can see the feet of uh, someone there. Wingtip shoes, uh, gray pants up to about uh, mid shin, uh, but you can't see anything else in that in the in the cave. It's too dark.
0: Okay, wingtip shoes. Um, I'm gonna step away from the cave, and I'm gonna start like clapping my hands and whistling, and I'm kind of like I'm gonna like hide my gun, kind of like to the side, cause I'm, and I'm just gonna start going like, um, Ralphie, <laughs> like I'm looking for a dog. <laughs> I'm I'm not like I'm, I'm looking with my dog. I'm just gonna, start, yeah.
2: Great. Okay. Ralphie. Perfect. Uh you see the you see the uh, the shoes uh, dart back into the shadow, take like a step back, and. Uh, uh let's see you're calling for Ralphie you are going through the forest you're now making uh plenty of noise mm-hmm. on here and uh uh around from the other side like the other side of where the cave is uh someone someone comes out and based on what you know this is screaming G man to you okay uh and he come he comes up and he goes hey hey what are you doing here
0: Oh, my stuff. I'm just looking for my pup. I was out with my family. We were camping and, you know, I had to take my dog out for a walk and I can't find him.
2: Camping in the middle of winter. Well, with, when would you go with, camping? With, with your dog and well, your family.
0: Well, you don't take your dog with you when you go camping? Where's, you don't like to let your dog go right
2: outdoors? Where's the rest of your family?
0: They're back at the campsite. And I motioned back to like where like closer to where the town is where people would be, would be like staying and visiting.
2: Okay. Yeah, and so that I understand, it's an island, and on the north side there is a town. Yeah, but but it's a big enough island that the town and where this is can be separate. Yeah, I, I yeah, because
0: I know that when you're on the island, like you can take go karts, like golf carts, and like ride go karts, golf carts, <laughs> and like ride around the island. so There's at least, least enough space for that. Um, the thing is, normally there's like wineries and stuff on the island, but obviously that what we be operating right now, so I don't right. I don't know when the town. Build up around that or
2: not. I I just want to make, like, like, oh no, it's like, I'm sort of, I know you explained this before, but I'm sort of picturing, like, it's an island that has a cave and there's nothing else. So, like, where where, where the fuck does this So,
0: like, if people go visit the cave, like, Perry's cave was, like, a monument where, like, Perry's men hid out during the the war and like they they so like you can go down and visit the cave and look around and again, again across the street there's a big there's like one of the biggest geodes in the world and you can actually walk inside the geodes. little caves and it We're is a tourist a town trip. so I don't yeah. know for sure really? when Putin Bay as a city became like a tourist attraction. Okay. But I would say it's like it's almost like going to um Catalina Island here. Right. So like there's a settlement but there's also like some nature areas you can go around in. So I know that, like in modern day, there are beds and breakfasts, and there are like a lot of little houses and stuff around there. So I'm, I, I think there are definitely going to be like campsites or cabins and things okay. like that. I think that's yeah. fair. So almost like I'm, I'm almost imagining in this era, it would be like a floating miniature, like not floating, it's an island, but like a miniature Atlantic City kind of vibe. where it's probably like, like it's you know winter, but they're like probably like bathing areas
2: normally and things like that. So. Okay, cool. Um. The, uh, the G-Man seems suspicious, uh, and uh, g- give me a performance check. Okay. Uh, unless you think persuasion is better, but I think you're no, built for I'm, performance. No, I'm
0: definitely I'm, I'm I'm bullshitting him, so I think performance makes sense because okay. I'm not telling him the truth. So yeah. Okay. Oh no. Okay.
2: Yeah. Uh, did you get those double ones? No, but okay. I got
0: a one and a three, so uh, I have a D8 for performance, but it did not help me out in this situation.
2: <laughs> so do you want to spend a Benny and reroll? Yeah,
0: why not? Okay. Yeah, just
2: move it off to the side. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's not any better. So it's a three, two hundred,
0: two
2: hundred
0: three,
2: So. Uh, so um, it is not meant to be in this yeah. case. Mm.
0: Yeah. which is fine.
2: Yeah, which honestly yeah. is great for me.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's also, like it's it's nine forty eight, so it's it's great for. All oh wow. Us. Okay, yeah. I didn't realize that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I got so involved in everyone's stories that I no, I think it's great. Stop, stopping yeah. paying attention to time. Um. So, you're you're trying to sell this story, and it's just not ringing true. And yeah. you can see him uh, regarding you suspiciously, and he calls out, because uh, I'm going to use this name. Can I use the name now? Because you didn't. Hey, Frankie, come here. And uh, some the, uh the gray pants and wingtips come out of the cave, and they start walking towards uh, this other fed. And um, his eyes widen, and he goes... That's her. That's her. And uh, they're going to start to try and grab you. So what would you like to do?
0: Um, I think that I think I'm just going to run at this point because I I think that if I start shooting a G-Man, that's going to make my life a lot worse than it already is. So I think I'm just going to run. I'm going to book it. Yeah.
2: Okay. Uh, Let's do another quick chase here. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you, uh, uh, we're just going to play this by ear here. I'm going to give you a card. I'm going to take a card for the G-Men. Okay. Uh, wait, I didn't shuffle these. So let me yeah. grab this other deck. Let me give you a card that I already know is a failure. Yeah. <laughs>
1: what? The cards what? are stacked against you. Literally. Literally <laughs> stacked against
2: you. Uh, let's put that in here. Now, there's one other thing that is fun about using a, a deck of cards that has a joker, and I probably should have mentioned this earlier. When someone draws a joker. First of all, you can go at any point in the round. You can interrupt someone's action and go at that point. uh, And you also get a plus two to whatever you do during that turn and to any damage you do during that turn. Now, that is kind of a double-edged sword because if I pull them, that means that my NPCs are going to get that as well. But there's a lot more of you than there are of me, so the odds are probably in your favor that that's going to come up that way. Uh, There are also, again, some edges that will interact if you get a Joker, If you decide to look at those, they tend to be combat oriented. Um, But there are also things that will affect, like, uh, there are also edges that will affect, like, how many cards you draw, or um, when you spend a Benny, you might get a bonus, uh, things like that. But we're going to go ahead and just give you the Three of Clubs, which is actually worse than the card that I had seen. And I have the Ten of Hearts. Okay. So uh, the G-men are actually right on you, and uh, the one that you are talking to first, he's gonna try and grapple you. He's gonna try and grab a hold. So let me go ahead and get his. And uh, let's make this an, uh, no, you know what, I'm just gonna make this be an attack. Uh, So I got a six, which is, uh, is that better than your parry?
0: Uh, Yeah, it is. Okay. Parry's four.
2: Okay, so he's able to get a hold of you. He's not trying to do any damage here. He's not punching you or anything like that. But he is trying to impede you and uh, grapple with you. Okay. Uh, so it's actually, at this point, the other one is catching up as well, but he is a little bit farther away. Uh, it's your turn. Now, on a club, that means that you have a uh, hindrance okay. of something that happens. And what I'm going to say is that as this G-Man grabs you, uh, you actually get sort of twisted up in the in the foliage and the and the outdoors here, and so anything that you do is going to be at a minus two. Okay.
0: I think what I'm going to try to do is slip out of this hoop skirt okay. and try to run away, like 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 loosen myself from his grasp if he's holding on to me and like get away from him that way.
2: Okay. Uh, the way actions work in this game is that you can take. Uh, first of all, you get a you get you, you can move. That doesn't cost you anything. Okay. You can also run, which doesn't cost you anything to do other than your basic move. However, if you run and do something else, like you run and make an attack or you run and bake a cookie, whatever you're going to do, that's going to take that uh, minus two penalty. Okay. The minus two penalty also applies if you want to do multiple things in your turn. So you can actually perform up to three actions, whether that's three attacks or the aforementioned bake a cookie. And uh, something else that I can't think of right now. But you can do those. It's just that those penalties are going to stack. But you also said I
0: was grappled, so I can't yeah. really run away on grappled.
2: No, so what's probably going to happen is we're gonna we're probably gonna take two turns here, unless you just want to concentrate on getting out of the grapple, uh, and then sort of start at ground zero. But this is up to you. You can spend an action to go ahead and try and get out of the, the grapple, which will be an opposed check of either your agility or strength, whichever is better for you, uh, versus his strength, because he's going to be trying to hold on to okay. you this a lot that he packed up, so... Sorry, Sorry I might i maybe streamline this a little bit. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh You can spend one action to try and escape. Yeah. Or you can try and do two actions in your turn to escape and run. I'm going to do that. Okay. So, go ahead and make a roll for me. What's better for you? Uh, athletics or agility? Agility. Okay. So go ahead and make an agility check. At minus two, right? Yes. Okay.
0: Yeah, and I had one success then. Okay. I'm not doing great. Um. I had a four and a three, minus two, so it's a one Yeah, I'm one just trying to think
2: if if Huh, hoist by my own petard here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh he's got it he's got a good grip on you, and uh, it doesn't look like you're gonna be able to get away. Um and uh doo, 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 doo. and he's going to try and uh up up the uh up the grab to and entangle although we should have another round here okay so that is a 6 of diamonds and a 3 of spades for me
0: the 3
2: of spades so you're going to get to go first here okay a lesser
3: known hit so
2: uh so so you can see that he's trying to lock you down entirely and drag you in um but you get to make an action first.
0: Okay. Um. I think this is where I'm desperate, so I'm going to try to shoot to like
2: get away from him. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. So you pull out your gun, yeah. and you try and make a shot at point-blank range. Yeah. Fortunately, pistols can be used in melee. Uh, long rifles, lo- long weapons cannot.
0: Uh... Okay. Well, then I think if that's the case, I think I would use fighting instead of shooting and just try to do a pistol hit instead of um Oh, sure. Fire. Okay. Yeah. Oh, now I get what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And melee range. I yeah, yeah, you. yeah. It's the same roll, but I think that I would probably be. More, I'm, I'm still afraid of trying to kill a G Man, but I think that I would try to at least knock him off of me. Great. So make an attack roll. Uh, <sighs> okay. So now this one exploded. So I do have the four, but minus two. But I have to roll at least a two or better, right? To get a. Yeah. Okay. I didn't. I rolled a one. Ugh. Yeah,
2: oh. that's that mm. y- you get that 25% chance they to explode with them. the d4, but jail. you oh also get that Not you also good. get those bad rolls. I
0: think my character's gonna go to jail. Yeah, oh, um, like Jamin
2: says, you have Benny's, yeah, but I
0: but it's a four, like what's uh, yeah, I mean, okay, you are also rolling a d6 as well, and yeah, we're also gonna true. close
2: out the night pretty quick, yeah. so smoke them if you got them, yeah, right?
0: Well, <laughs> yeah,
2: okay, yeah, um, ah, smoke the feds if you got you. Oh, okay,
0: so that's a six at least, so I got a six, so. A six that's, on the D six. Yeah. Great.
2: So you can reroll that.
0: Yeah. So that makes it to an eleven total minus two. So that's gonna be a, that's gonna be a nine total.
2: Well, are you adding them? What's that? Because you don't add them. Did I was know? adding the
0: two D sixes. Oh, you okay? I rolled okay. a six and then I rolled a five. Gotcha. So I didn't. I did see. Two is nine. Yeah.
2: No, you got it. Great.
0: Yeah. So uh, I got one raise right because that's an eight on the four.
2: Um. Well, because it, it's going to go against his oh, okay. parry. Okay. So it's not a four in this case. Okay. Um. It is no, a no. parry is the name of the commodore. <laughs> Uh,
1: Who's on first? Yeah,
2: uh, so so uh, his parry is five, so I think that's still good enough for a raise, right? Five no, plus four it is nine. No, wouldn't be a raise because it'd be. Is,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, no, because that's a nine total because of the minus two. So
2: yeah, but that's that's still enough. five plus four is nine. Oh yes, okay. So you sorry. do get. A raise. I, I was
0: thinking five times two is ten. I'm gotcha. thinking with five plus five. Okay. Uh, but I had to beat the five.
2: Yeah, give me a give me a damage roll, and what this is going to be is a d4 for the gun plus your strength. Okay. And then add an additional D6 because you got a raise. Okay. So, two D6 and a D4. Okay. Well,
0: I got two ones and then a four. Okay. So, I roll the four again because the four exploded. And then uh, that's so it's going to be six total on the one that exploded.
2: Okay. Uh, so, on damage rolls, you actually do add everything together. Okay. So, that sounds so it's like gonna be, It's going to be eight, yeah. Great. Uh, That's gonna go ahead and surpass his toughness. So you've gone ahead and shaken him. I don't think it's enough for a raise. I'm flying by the seat of my pants on these guys. Sure. Uh, But you have gone ahead and stunned him and he releases his grip. He doesn't know exactly what's going on. Uh, He's just gonna try and unstun and he does not. Uh, And so you're starting the top of this round with you free but right next to them and the other G-man is coming up right, right with you. Okay. Four of spades and I have a six of hearts. Okay. Uh, the other one pulls out a gun and says, Halt, or halt, <laughs> freeze or I'm gonna plug you."
0: Um, If he's already drawing on me and I have my gun out already, yeah. I'm gonna fire because
2: I'm gonna try to shoot him before he can get a clear shot on me. Okay. Uh, he is going to make an intimidation check just to see if we can do this. You're gonna oppose this with your spirit. Okay. That explodes. All right. Add rolls again. Yep. Mm. Okay. Yep. I got a. I got a two and a one. Okay. Uh. The um. <sighs> nice. They're almost <always> so nice. <laughs> uh. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna um, buy fiat a little bit because we're yeah. right up against our time yeah. Uh. You're intimidated enough that uh he's able to close with you. They're able to drag you off and uh take you to a boat. Okay. They they've got like a. <laughs> You know, not not a speedboat, but not a tugboat, something in that range. Yeah, like a barge or something. Yeah, uh, and they and they bring you on board. They've got you oh, in. There, but... uh, they actually have you in manacles okay. in, uh, in handcuffs at the front, um, and they've of course right. taken away your taken away your gun and uh, patted you down and taken away your money too.
1: Oh no! Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, on there, and they yeah. probably learned something else about me too while they were doing this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but what happens is normally they no normally they bought me dinner first. Uh, they they do go ahead and they they load you up on that barge and you start crossing the lake on the barge. Um, they haven't confiscated the keys to the plane, but uh, but the the other items they have. So uh, you're out on the barge, and as you are traveling across the the lake, there uh, a whirlpool starts to open up, and it starts spinning the barge, and they're trying to get out, and they're trying to get out, and they can't, and it's just sort of tipping around, tipping around, and everyone's kind of hanging on as it keeps going, and they're just trying to motor out, and they just can't. And the boat uh, sinks underwater, and we fade to black on your scene. Oh, great. Cool. Uh, so I think that is everyone. Does anyone else have any addendums they want for their character before we close out for the night?
3: Uh, I, I role played it, but I'm just gonna go ahead and, and uh, add it to my character. i gonna have a camera on my personage. Excellent. Uh, yeah. It's only 75 bucks.
2: We'll definitely cover that. Uh, And then next game, we will go ahead and catch up with uh, Clara and Clara's character. And then uh, get you introduced to the world of Oz. Sweet. So I want to thank all of you for joining us. Everyone uh, for watching live or listening later. Those are your only two choices. The line that I'm stealing from Jason, because now that I'm in this seat, I understand what he's saying. And I don't get to be so contrary. Jason Uh, (laughs) who? Oh. That's right. That's what we say at this table. There's no Jason at this Actually, table. Actually, his name's not Jason Who? It's The Jason.
0: We just refer to him as The Jason.
2: Oh, I would love to give you a Benny for that, but we've already closed out for That's the night. Right. So, uh, I would like to thank our chat mod for uh, helping out tonight. I believe it is uh, Dorklord Canada. Dork Canada. Thank you very much for your assistance. And I would also like to thank our amazing patrons who keep us ad-free and independent. It's because of you that we are able to play games we enjoy without worrying about publishing companies or system popularity. Or, as I said earlier, plugging a certain die that you like or a dice company that you like. You can join their heroic ranks if you wish at happyjacks.org slash Patreon. Uh, let's go around. I'm going to go around this way because we went around the other way before.
1: Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Uh, darn it. Go <laughs> ahead and let us
2: know who you are and uh, where, where we can find you.
1: Who am I? Hi guys, I'm Terry Gamble. You can find me on the internets. At the Terry Gamble on most of them. Um, that's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, and uh, I also have a podcast. We just had our three hundredth episode come out this week. Woo! Thank you of Horror Movie Survival Guide. We just reviewed The Blair Witch Project, Juggernaut from nineteen ninety nine that I remember going to see the opening weekend. Um, so lots of good times. Uh, we have some great interviews and things like that. You can check out. Um, and then coming up soon, I'm going to talk about this for the next, like, two months at least. At least. But coming up soon on Peacock, there's a new show called Mrs. Davis. I'm on it. I'm on a few episodes. Yay. So it Let's starts on that. 420. So get your Peacock subscriptions now, babies. <laughs> I got um, funny number. Yes. Mm-hmm. No, for, for sure. Um, so I'm very excited about that coming soon. Cool. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Thank you.
0: Hey, everybody. I'm Riley Silverman. You can find me on on Twitter and most social medias as Riley J. Silverman. You can find me on Instagram as just Riley Silverman. And I have a Doctor Who role-playing game podcast called The Game of Rassilon that I am the GM for. I used to play the Doctor. Now I'm the GM. And we are... We just started recording our fifth and final season, and we but we have currently have four seasons that are currently available online, uh, three that I was a doctor in and one that I've been the GM for, like I said. And so I'm excited about that. It's pretty cool. And I also have three Star Wars books that are available at bookstores everywhere. They're gorgeous. Ooh, thank you. And they're you. gorgeous. So you can check those out. And I think that's the big things for me right now. So I'll say those. Yeah. Great. Doctor Who role-playing game and Star Wars books. Awesome. Game of Rassilon.
3: Uh, I'm Jameson. You can find me online, GM underscore Mace, like the weapon, M-A-C-E. I don't have anything really to plug at this time. Uh, I do have an RPG that I helped write, uh, Pine Box Middle School. Uh, So check that out. I think the Kickstarter just concluded and they're starting to do fulfillments
2: pretty soon. So yeah. Great. Uh, I am Nick. Uh, You can find me here on this show right here. And maybe on other shows, if you go to happyjacks.org slash shows, Uh, I have been on some other things as well. I hope you enjoyed your time as much as we have enjoyed our time. And please join us next week when we will go ahead, introduce Clara, and get started in the Land of Oz. If you want to catch up on past episodes, again, if you're listening to this in the future, happyjacks.org slash... What is the name of this show? Happyjacks.org (laughs) slash Under the Rainbow... It's not that as if I named this game or anything. And if you want to visit any of the other APs that we've done, you can go do so at the Happy Jacks Network at happyjacks.org. Thank you very much for your time and have a good night. This show is a product of the Happy Jacks RPG Network. Visit happyjacks.org for more information and to find all our streams and podcasts.